0: They're, They're evil, evil. they signs right. of evil. Alex can out-act evil, That's right. like saying you can out-act the paper bag. Good now.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome once
0: again to the famous. Yeah, that are hatch from the dead oh, roots. I buy that for
2: a dollar. Those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm the worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Drop a baby, fuck it, Lazarus, us. what's up, dude? Welcome to the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me, man. The
3: legendary Mark McKenna, welcome to the show.
0: Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Thanks, that's, guys. The, that's the best we can do, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show, Round table Show. If you could draw anything for Big Two, man, what would your dream project be? I would love to draw She-Hulk right here on PSA.
3: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to tonight's episode of the Round Table show. I am Zod Ryder and of course the whole round table is here tonight. We have the Jackal, Elf, and our yeah. brand new member Jason Justice. What do we have on the schedule yeah. for today, Jackal? Well, we have a lot of
0: news. It's been a busy week this week with news.
3: <laughs> awesome.
4: Yeah. And but Johnny is trailers. Johnny is
0: he's been busy, he, Johnny's been busy all week. Getting uh, all this stuff together, and he's working his butt off. Isn't that right, Johnny Alpha?
4: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. Now, we do have some uh, cool stuff to talk about. Uh, Like uh, Johnny here said, we have a lot of cool trailers that's come out. Uh, Kurt Russell joining Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a whole interview that came out. I don't know if you guys uh, saw that yet, but uh, cool stuff over on superherohype.com. And uh, we've got a cool top ten list tonight. That's right. Our top ten list of the evening is top ten movie endings that left us speechless, and we cannot mm-hmm. use any of the holy saga. That's right. No Star Wars could be used in this list because if not, it'll be like you know one through like seven or eight for me anyway. Like that'll be all like you know the endings. Nothing not
5: pretty you have and a space for two. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, The Wok
0: Adventure way. could be number nine.
4: For me personally, I had to omit a lot of very disgusting, disturbing films that I've seen yeah, you because you, you guys yeah, know you like I, I'm. I'm into extreme cinema, so I went ahead and I just didn't put any of that shit on the list. So it, it's going to be clean. It's going to be an innocent list for me.
0: So got that to look forward to. Yep, yeah, that's going to be an awesome list. Of course, the box office results are in for the weekend, also. And it, uh, Beauty and the Beast keeps uh, collecting a lot of cash, but there's some new competition. It's going to be a, a nice uh, box office. Uh, edition tonight when we talk about the uh, movies that came in, in the top ten. And, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, get the, uh, the wheels turning and, uh, get the first story out there. What's the first thing on the table to read? Johnny Alpha.
4: Well. Yesterday was April Fool's Day, and we actually got some really classic April Fool's jokes from big corporations. One of my favorites was actually from Marvel. They announced that Sylvester Stallone and Michael Rosenbaum were going to be Galactus and Silver Surfer in the Guardians of Galaxy 3. And I, I, I thought that was one of the best April Fool's I've ever That would covers. actually be yeah. pretty good casting, though. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, they both signed contracts with Marvel in the um, not too. Um, not too recent, few, um, past. So they are going to be working, but I, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be Silver Surfer and Galactus. But
0: that would be great. Well, Silver Surfer Stallone is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy too. I mean, that's already been announced.
4: Yeah,
3: but I yeah, mean, so. Galactus, that'd be incredible. And then and then Silver Surfer for Rosenbaum, I, I, you have I, to could pull uh,
0: it off.
4: Yeah. I would like somebody with a more intimidating voice to play Galactus. I wouldn't want to see like the big planet eater come up and be like, "Hey yo." Uh, I'm
0: gonna eat your uh, planet over here, and uh, you know, uh, he, at one well, point that, I was thankful he was cash, you know.
5: Like, get that bum from the uh, from the Kraft Singles commercial. Get that bum from the street. He has a deep voice. Make him guys like this.
0: From which hey, one? You talking? Like, uh, you talking about the, talking about the really? uh, Ted Ted Williams the, guy?
5: No, dude, remember that? They came out in the news a long time ago. A guy who was a bum. He used to do a radio voice, and then crash. That's a te- gave That's him. him and, that's
0: yeah. Ted Williams. That's that guy.
5: That's that guy. I forgot. Yeah,
0: yeah, not only does he have an epic voice, his freaking name is Ted Williams.
5: Jesus, that's epic.
0: You know what I'm Jay, saying? Like, I didn't you know? know that. Yeah. Look, look, him up. He's all, he's he was wearing like the uh, the uh, military uh, gear. Home of the, yeah, uh, that
5: guy. The that knee. guy. And he's yeah. like, he would do, do commercials for people for money. Yeah.
0: He looks like uh, like Darth Plagueis looks in the cartoons. <laughs> Long ass face, like.
5: Yes. Yes, he does. And he has a wonderful
0: radio voice. That, that, yeah, that guy. I, I'm done
4: with that. that.
5: That guy. That guy could voice Galactus. but whatever actor, but put that voice on there.
4: But Rosenbaum he, would be a good silver surfer. I, I he agree. would be, and he's, he's got the he's, head played for bald. it. Yeah, he's played bald before, so he, he'd shave his head for it.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it can work.
4: And then another another of my favorite um, April Fools that came out is Pornhub epically trolled the people. They um, After you'd watch a video there, it, they would popped this thing up that said that they automatically shared it to like your Twitter or your Facebook and it freaked a lot of people out. I thought that that was like just a great April fools to pull on perverts, man. That that it was hysterical. <laughs> 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 well,
3: we know we know somebody down in New York who probably got caught up with that uh, April fools joke.
0: And one in Jersey. Can't forget One in Jersey. Do they
4: have uh, hooker strangling videos on Pornhub? I don't know if I don't know if the guy is interested to get down, like, with just regular regular porn sites.
3: Yeah, he needs those he needs the snuff porn.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's on top gore or something whacking at that guy.
0: Oh uh, those those pesky, pesky guys. Oh uh, uh, that's funny. I myself had a uh, a April Fools joke that I played on, on folks on my uh Facebook page. I don't know if you guys saw it. It didn't really catch a lot of attention, only a few people posted to it. but uh, I uh, denounced my uh, my uh, support to uh, Donald Trump, and I said that I've made a horrible choice this past year, and it's not clear that I should have voted for Hillary Clinton and not Donald Trump, that she clearly is the best candidate that we have ever had run for office. We need the Trumpsters uh, to all be arrested and thrown in Guantanamo Bay, to be tortured as enemies of the state, so I haven't voted for such evil. I'm, of course, immune to such things because I've now removed myself and my support from Trump before this happened, so I'm okay, I'm immune. Also, um, from this day forward, I will now join the Muslims in the worship of Islam, and uh, I will be, uh, you know, of course, Islam, the uh, child, the wife, having Prophet Muhammad, I would worship him. And uh, also, my Islam name should now be Ben Muhammad Kenobi Ali. Um, I'll praise That's the most high. Yeah, yeah this Ben Mohammed Kenobi Ali, and uh, I'll praise the Most High Barack Obama. Of course, he is the Most High. That's uh, posted on my Facebook page. He ain't as high as I am. Now, right well, now.
3: you know, you better, better do something about about your support before uh, our uh, current <laughs> president gets a, gets arrested for colluding with the Russians. There, bro.
0: <laughs> there is nothing wrong with the that's Russians. Saying. I like the Russians.
4: Orange is okay. going to be okay. is gonna be the new black and orange. So yeah, yeah, that's, there you that's go. Good.
0: Yeah, there you go So April Fool's was a lot of fun huh? April Oh,
4: Alex Alex got me good, man I I forgot what day it was He hit me up, he's like, dude, I'm finally going to watch a Serbian film Are you Ooh. proud of me? And I'm like, well, oh, I told you the whole time, kid It's just it's just a hype thing The movie's not actually that bad And then he's just like, oh, I'm never going to watch that <laughs> you. I'm like, yeah, you did, man I actually believed you for a second
0: Jason, have yeah, you I ever have, seen a Serbian
5: film?
4: It I haven't watched it either so.
5: Well, what happened? What, April Fool's?
0: No, have you ever seen a uh, Serbian film?
5: Oh, uh, yeah, 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 of course. I saw it when I that, was in Germany.
0: Well, that's, that would be the place to see that movie, by the way.
5: I saw, yeah, well, I was living in Germany when somebody um, pulled that up. They said, you want to watch this? We were actually in a field training exercise, and somebody brought it. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Yeah, dude, we watched that in a tent with, like, a freaking heater. It was, like, 45 degrees outside. It was stupid. And, <laughs> Yeah, dude, and we're like, what, what the hell? And then, yeah, we watched that, and then I think after that, we watched the Blair Witch Project.
0: No wonder but, but you, you're, so, you're, yeah, no wonder soldiers are able to kill. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll agree, though. A, a Serbian film, it's
4: mostly just hype. The movie's not actually as bad as it's made out to be, right, Look, Jason? Man, being in bad. the bad.
5: I've, I've seen a lot worse than that, so. It, it is yeah. bad for the layman, yeah. but if you're used to gore, it's, it's not that bad. It's just, you know, just I'm the a way lame, they present it to you. I'm a layman,
0: that's, that's true. It was pretty bad. Anyway. I, I watched like but, five minutes of that movie, and I was like, oh, that's enough. That's uh, more than I need." To well, see, if you that.
4: watch, if you only watched five minutes, and you didn't get to see any of the bad stuff, like everything that you're told about, all happens like forty-five minutes into it. So if you watch mm-hmm. the first five minutes, you basically just watch the dude and his wife like talking about how poor they are at the time. And you why know, he I, decides I to skipped to like
0: the I, I skipped a little bit to like you know, the the meat of the stuff because I didn't really want to sit through all that mumble jumble, talkity talkity stuff. And then I like put some gory part, and I was like, "Oh, that's too much." Okay, I'm taking this crap off.
5: That was fine. I was just trying to check it out. I'm usually curious as to how they do certain things.
4: Uh, I don't want to know. It's rather well made for a movie like it. Like the effects look legit. So, I mean, look,
5: man, when you see something live, Mm
4: -hmm. and
5: then you have to compare it to what a movie does, like it, 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 you know, it's it's weird. It's like um, like, for example, like me, I've watched Saving Private Ryan once. Because if you want to know what real battle sounds like, the closest that cinema has ever gotten is the beach scene. It's the closest. I can't – I get goosebumps thinking I can't watch it. I can watch the rest. I just cannot watch that part. It's way too real. And the movie Jarhead. Jarhead. The
0: That's way they movie. Portray
5: the the so, The way they portray the soldiers – yeah, Not fighting What they do in the barracks All that stuff that's happened All that stuff And stuff like it Has happened in the service At one point in time Cause most of that stuff Like I watch it I watched that movie And I was like Well that's true That's true That's true Wow that's true That happened most to
0: me true. Happened to me
5: <laughs> Yeah Yeah dude
0: yeah, <laughs> I dude. did that shit
5: Yeah man It's some crazy ass shit But anyway well, We're I, talking about April Fool so-
4: just know we all support you, man. We salute you, Jason, for being um, in the service and, you know, going over and doing that shit for us, man. I mean,
0: he's only saying, saying that because if you ever go crazy and start killing people, you'll you avoid killing him. That's... Yeah.
4: Go, for Tim, go for Tim Corbin first. That's all I have. There, there you go. You, you can get to me Remember me? I
0: was nice you,
5: to man.
4: you, man. That's a dollar show. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tim
5: Corbin.
0: There you go. Write that name down, oh, son. There you go.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna write that down. He's gonna be on my list. I'm gonna write it on hey, the list.
0: Tim, you made the bucket list. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so April Fools uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, what's next on the uh, table there, uh, Johnny Alpha? What's next? I think
4: I think we'll just get right into um, like one of the hot topics, man. And we got the new Spider-Man goes to the prom trailer, which yes. You yes. want to run wild with it first because you like it. So go ahead. I like
0: it. Um, well, let me put it this way. I'm super excited for this movie, and I got even more excited after watching this trailer, just because I saw a little bit more of the vulture and what they're doing with that character. And uh, The only thing that I would say was negative about the trailer was that they showed us a little too much of the movie. And I think that might be a little bit, you know, off-putting when you're watching the movie because some of the some of the very funny scenes and some very cool action sequences are in the trailer, which I would rather have seen them in the theater for the first time. And that's probably
3: clips. won't even be in the movie. They're, they're I hope not. I, I hope, I hope that. For not stuff yeah, but, the trailer. In the movie, but not
0: so. Sony and Marvel. They don't. They're, they're not known for doing that. Now, if it was Disney. Lucas Films, yeah, but Disney yeah. Marvel—they don't really like mess around. I don't know Marvel doesn't do that, but Disney Lucas Films for sure. I mean, they'll give you footage that doesn't even make the, the the cutting room table, and that'll be your whole trailer. But uh but you know, I hope some of the stuff that doesn't end up in the movie. I hope we get a lot more in the movie that is not shown in the trailer, and I hope that it's kind of like a bait and switch type of deal because I love that. But what I've seen in this trailer, I mean, I, I love the scope of this this thing. I, you know, Johnny jokes that it's you know, oh, Man going to the to high school or the prom, but Spider-Man is you know a young character. And he is aimed for young um, people. I mean, that's just he, the way it is. He has Peter has been Parker's, a grown man
4: in the comics since
0: the Yes, season. and we've had him in the. We've had him go through his you know high school and being adult and working in the movies Three before. Three times
4: already in films.
0: I understand that. But sadly, the last two movies sucked. So now we're getting another reboot. So here we go. Either you embrace that's it or you don't. I, I I fully embrace this because I like the actor for something. You know, he's a good actor. I liked what he did in the Civil War. I like the trailers it's the way he acts. Built. He's, he's, be- he's or- better. He's better than uh, than uh, Garfield, than Andrew Garfield, for sure. Better than Andrew Garfield. Uh, I don't think he's going to be anywhere as emo as Tobey Maguire was in some of the uh, crying sequences. Hey, what you say I, don't about
1: th- tug- I don't. I don't tug- think he's going
0: to go. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go. Tobey Maguire on us anytime soon. Uh, but hey, I like Tobey Maguire also, and I liked his uh, two and a half movies. I didn't like the third one all that much, eh? But the first two were great. Uh, if he is anywhere near as good as Tobey Maguire was then hey I'm on I'm, I'm board for that because even half as good as Toby Maguire was is still better than Andrew Garfield so I'm, I'm pretty happy with with I, that I, but I do think, I think he's thing. when it's all said and done I think this kid is going to be the best Spider-Man we've ever seen cinematically so Johnny you're dying to cut me off and say something so go ahead you got you got next well,
4: well there's a question I just want to ask you man you you talked about the Vulture don't you think he looks just as whack as James Franco in the third Spider-Man movie? I mean, his costume looks almost exactly like the Franco. Not really, because costume. it's
0: keeping up with what we see with Marvel and their cinematic universe and the way they make their their costumes and their villains look. Uh, it's so, usually very bulky and robotic-looking stuff. It's not anything that looks cartoonish or, or comic booky in essence. Even though it does have that essence of a comic book, it doesn't really feel like it's a cartoonish. Looking vulture, and I like that. It it makes it a little bit more realistic and brings it down to earth a little bit more, which I think that's actually cool. And I want to see what they do with it. It reminds me a little bit of Doc Ock from Spider Man Two. Like, there's some sequences in the trailer that I'm like, that reminds me of Spider Man Two. That's cool, and that that's that's not a bad thing because Spider Man Two is, to me, the best Spider Man movie they've made. In fact, I think it's one of the top three best comic book movies ever made. Period. So. Uh, No. That's my, that's my take. You can let, you can like it, you can't like it, whatever. I don't give a damn. It's my opinion. So, like it or not, that's just my opinion. And I think this new Spider-Man kid, I think he's gonna be right there with Toby and maybe even better eventually. You know, this is the first movie of two, maybe three, and who knows, you know, what they do with this property because now there's talk obviously that, uh, there might, separate the uh you know from marvel universe after two sequels or after a sequel so we'll see how long he has un- under the uh, spider-man suit but i don't mind them rebooting every few years and you know giving the trilogy to a new cast and letting them run you know with with it and do with their thing and, uh, and stuff that's kind of a, of a neat idea kind of like james Bond it a little bit you know with uh with re- now they don't have to reboot it exactly they could just continue with different actors after this cast is done because continue in the same universe if they want to do that, but there's so many different incarnations in the Spider-Man universe and comics anyway that they could do the Amazing Spider-Man and they could do the Ultimate Spider-Man or they could do the Miles Morales Spider-Man. They could, I mean, they could go different routes with every every reboot. So I'm I'm up for it. But this is the third Peter Parker, so let's you know next time maybe do a Miles Morales something a little bit different when you do the next reboot, please like change it up a little bit at least. Mm.
4: Well, basically, they are doing Miles Morales's story just with a white kid, the the chubby Asian friend, the way the school is set up and stuff. It, it it's way more Miles Morales than anything Peter Parker. So, so in other words, Peter out, Parker can't have
0: a chubby white or chubby Hawaiian friend or chubby Asian friend. You can't have that.
4: He ne- he never had one. It, it, that that is a thing that Miles Morales had, not Peter Parker. So okay. It's Ma- an adaptation you, you, I, I with I like fictional characters. Thing out, remember out, remember that
0: saying, fictional characters. It's an adaptation. They gonna use something a little bit slightly different every time, dude. Even as the same characters.
4: Well, yeah, they can rip off another version of Spider-Man and shove it into another one. And it's okay, because I like the little kid that's playing it. Like, you haven't seen him in anything, man. Like, you gave me the same crap about Ezra Miller last week. You ain't, we ain't seen this kid in nothing. He, he's And I, what I did see in Civil War, he was awful. The trailer for this, it looks like... Again, your opinion, completely different than mine.
0: You're, 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 you're basing an argument on opinions because your opinion is that he sucked. My opinion was that he's good. The general consensus is that he was good. The general audience liked him. So you're just yeah. going against the grain of the general audience. But here's the kicker: you're not the you're not the demographic the studio is trying to get Johnny Alpha. They're trying to get the fans who actually like this stuff.
4: I'm a comic book fan. I actually, buy their shit. So yeah, why should they try to even please me? I, I no, because I mean, you're, you're you're negative like
0: about a lot of this stuff. The, it, it, and unless it's like the the perfect casting that you endorse, which That'll never happen uh, You're not going to be up for it and besides You don't even like Spider-Man all that much I mean, let's be real. I don't like
4: Peter Parker Spider-Man I like Miles Wait, Morales well, I, like see, but, I like Spider-Man oh, well, Okay
0: So you don't like Peter Parker Spider-Man So no matter who they get You're always going to Bitch about it
4: No, I liked Andrew Garfield And I like the first He, he sucked But see, he sucked He sucked Oh uh, I know a lot of people The only movie I, I want to see that. Andrew
0: Garfield playing Is the life story Of, uh, of um, Anthony Perkins Norman That's Fates. the only thing I want Yeah, yeah. Or Psycho. Yeah, that's the only two things I want to see him in. I don't want to see him in anything else. Even though he was good in Hexel Ridge.
3: Dude, dude, you were so t- so totally in support of Andrew Garfield, dude. You I know, but I'm I know but I'm trying to like
0: I am be trying be to say that in argument out, now. They, they, they stop trying stop putting they me they out did. there. Zod yeah. Ryder, stop start doing that, Zod So I hope you enjoy your ruse. You couldn't attempt to like, you know, prove me wrong. But listen, Zod Ryder, I am just trying to put you know like argue here. Stop trying to point out an argument from the past. Stop bringing up bad, <laughs> old shit. Stop bringing up old shit. Uh,
3: this is new shit. Bring up facts. Don't bring up facts. We don't. Yeah, hey, this do is any alternative.
0: It's alternative facts. Okay, that's what that is. Okay, all right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what are your but thoughts, Zayrides? Since you you insist on uh, on uh, you know giving me shit.
3: Oh, I really I don't care. Honestly, I don't care either way. I'm not even. I, I'm. I'm disinterested altogether. Like
4: Justice League trailer, shit all over. Spider Man goes to the prom. End of story. I mean,
3: yeah. I. You know what? I'm not even interested in trailers anymore. I just want to see movies and whatever. I don't need trailers.
0: Wow, that was very depressing. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost want to just quit now. I never see another movie um, again. Jason, uh, no, any thoughts no. on uh, on these two <laughs> trailers?
5: Yes, yes, I have thoughts. I have a
0: lot of thoughts. Give I us some things. thoughts. Get, tell us some of hey, your let thoughts. Let me
5: give you. Let me give you my thought on this.
0: Stop making
5: Spider-Man movies. Stop. Why? Just no. Why? Stop. Making Spiderman.
0: He's Yo. the most relatable character in the comic book universe. Kids love Yo. him. He's Yo, he's I the most collectible. Yeah, none of us are children book.
4: though, Jackal. Maybe oh, you man. are, but that's the problem. You
0: forgot. You forgot how cool it is to be a child and to like enjoy children things, man. Like,
5: oh, well, I'm glad you said things at the end of that because if yeah. you cut off a children, man, I was gonna run.
4: Yeah, For man, you're getting all <laughs> child with us there, Jackal. You're gonna
0: have wow, to play you Jackal Fogle. <laughs> that's. <laughs>
5: Anyway,
0: children and teens. But uh, you, guys are, you guys are cynical. That's what it is.
5: No, I'll watch the yeah. damn movie, but I'm not looking forward to it. There's, I've seen a whole bunch of other Spider-Man movies with a whole bunch of different actors. One that cries. One that doesn't <laughs> cry. I don't know. This one looks kind of weird. He has a No, TV no, no, no no, right? no, no.
0: He's British. That's the problem. He's, not he's got he's
4: a Andrew Garfield was British.
0: British. Spanish, yeah, but he was also half American. This guy's proper British.
5: <laughs> proper. <laughs> There's a difference. It looks there like is. it
4: looks like the, the director of High School, the musical, remade Kick-Ass, but made it about Spider-Man instead of Kick-Ass. That's all the movie looks like, and it's boring.
5: And I, I saw, saw the pretty, trailer.
0: Sounds pretty Isn't good.
4: Michael know, Keaton just... in it? <laughs> I didn't yes. even watch the trailer.
0: Michael Keaton is the bad guy. He's playing the vulture. How can you not support that? Are you kidding me?
5: I'll watch it because of that, because I like Michael
2: Keaton. You like know you, you went from Batman it? to yeah, Birdman I to I The didn't Vulture. Say I you going
5: watch it. I said, "Stop making Hello? them." <laughs> just you know, but if you made it already, I'll watch it. But I'm asking, please stop making
3: them. That's why they don't want to stop a- making them because even people that say don't make them anymore are still watching the movies. <laughs> that's why they keep making them.
5: Look, man, because as long as as long as vagina is king, if vagina wants to go watch the movie, eh, we're all if just we're just gonna follow. That's just how it runs.
0: Yeah, that's true.
5: I don't, think they it make, I,
0: don't, I don't think they make Spider-Man movies for vagina, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's like um, Beauty and the Beast and movie. stuff like that. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, that's a vagina movie. For sure, vagina. Let me, let me explain something to you.
5: If the girl you're hanging around doesn't want to watch stuff that you want to watch, you shouldn't be hanging around with that girl in the first place.
0: That's amen to that. A-fucking-man. Yeah, amen.
5: That's right. I mean, come on. So, yeah. Seriously. So, yeah. If she wants to go watch the movie, uh, we'll watch it. It's just how it runs. And I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like, "Oh my God, Spider-Man!" I'm gonna be like, "All right,
4: Spider-Man, let's go watch it." Actually, it's more like anything. Iron Man Part Four with Spider-Man as a cameo in it, kind of from the trailer, anyways. Um,
0: yeah. according to uh, that's funny.
3: That's what John Campia said, Johnny.
0: Yeah, but you know, according to sources, uh, Tony Stark is like maybe in ten minutes of the movie.
4: Yeah, no, we see every part of him.
0: That's you know, right. They his, just they really, cut yeah. every like, see, which actually is pretty neat because you, you, people are going to go in expecting to see maybe an Ironman, you know, in the movie. But he's like literally what you saw in the trailer. That's all you're going to get of like, maybe, And like, it's going to end up scene.
4: being like it's going to up being like Suicide Squad all over again. People will be like, man, I wanted more jet Joker. Like he was only in it for like five minutes. It's going to be right. the same. Sh- Not really though, but.
0: No, people are gonna be like,
4: "It's got Spider-Man in it, and he made like references to things I remember from when I was a kid, and that's good movie making right there."
0: I'm just excited that it's in Marvel's hands, man. It's a Marvel property, and you know, I don't want to be cynical about this. I want to enjoy this, and I hate the fact that I'm on the radio show right now with a guy who's so cynical, so cynical.
4: You hired me because I I am polar. That's why I'm here. I'm I'm the, yeah. But I didn't know you, did know you were
0: bipolar, Jesus.
4: Not bipolar. <laughs> no, I've been consistent with my hate of Spider Man.
0: Yeah, no, you oh, have. Sorry, I I'll give you that much. No, you you have.
4: It's not like I like him and then I hate him. It's like I'm always indifferent to him.
0: Unless he's Miles Morales. I like Miles, man.
4: He, he's cool.
0: Who would is you have played pr- Miles Morales if, if there was a Spider-Man reboot with Miles Morales?
5: John Leguizamo.
0: Yes. <laughs> Mind you, he's a tad old.
5: Oh, tad man, old. I could not hold that.
0: <laughs> a, tad, a tad Mexican, but, you know, it's all good. He's
5: Whatever. Rican. Last name Morales? Or Puerto Rican, there you go, yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, well, know, Mike, Miles,
4: Miles Morales is a black Puerto Rican, so, I mean, like, yeah. it's, he's, he's half right.
0: Yeah, well, he could play Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Right? No. Nice. no there's
4: no Uncle Ben in, in Miles Morales's.
0: Well, oh, he can feel like his, his Uncle Ben type of character. He doesn't have an Uncle Ben type, like, you know. No? He has
5: Arnaldo. Tío Arnaldo.
0: There you go. Uh. El, el tío.
5: El tío, yeah, that's his name.
0: El tío. <laughs> <laughs> Oye, el
5: tío, Tio <ven> <laughs> Daniel. Daniel Pavel Morales. Responsibility. Pavel has responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Oye, cuando te, den,
0: cuando te den poder, tienes responsabilidad con usted. tí. Tienes At que poner point, you guys <inaudible> Might as well
4: just make a movie of the, of the guy that was on Telemundo, the, the bug guy. What's his name? The, the bug superhero? B-Man? B-Man?
0: No, he's talking no, <laughs> about El Chapulín.
5: El
4: Chapulín
0: Colorado. Yeah, yeah that Chapolin. guy. Oh, man. No, dude,
5: El Chapulín, no, dude. You need to Why leave not? that alone. Because only a, one no. person can play that. That's this bro. He's the only yeah. one who can play that. Nobody else can a, play that. That's the an an kind you don't fuck with Nobody that, yeah. can play another Canteen Flash, bro.
4: They need to. They, they, they could bring it back and make it all dark and moody. They could find, like, a Mexican <laughs> Zack Snyder and take that shit.
5: He wears. In uh, this that's connotation, he changes his good. dress suit for a black suit. There
4: you go. Uh, probably, I, yeah. No, it's got to be black. Like, that, like, he, that Care, like
3: the Care Bears uh, Zack Snyder reboot that you posted. I'd totally watch that. That'd be cool. I. I
4: I would too, man. Just to see it, man, because it would just be, you know what I mean. It'd be one of them things that you couldn't miss. Could even would be so, if, so cool. Like
5: wow, that would be, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and
4: then would want to see who Jesse Eisenberg plays in it because I don't know. Do the, do the Care Bears have like a Gargamel type character? Like, yeah, I guess yeah they do. Yeah, and that, that's um, who Jesse Eisenberg would be.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah, and it'd totally be awesome. Would make, but... He'd be yeah. like bringing jars of pig pee and blowing people up and stuff. <clears throat> Care Bears would be.
5: Pig pee. You didn't tea.
4: see DVS? He he like, when he blows up Holly Hunter, he gives her like a cup of pig piss and blows her up. It was amazing. It's like Zod's favorite part.
1: Well,
3: my favorite, <laughs> no, my favorite scene was the Jolly Rancher scene.
4: <laughs> oh. Here, it's Cherry. Um, That is so creepy. That's the creepiest thing I've ever seen in a movie, man. That was creepier
5: than anything
3: in the Serbian film. That (laughs) was. was,
5: (laughs) Yes. That was was quite disturbing. I am not going... Yes. He put a jelly answer
4: in an old man's mouth, dude. It was was creepy. The red capes are
0: coming.
4: The red red capes are coming. The red
0: capes are coming. (laughs)
4: <laughs> on to other trailers, and since we're going into kind of a horror um, a- area with this, like, what did you guys think of the new It trailer? Because this has been something that, it's been a big, controversial thing for a long time. People are going on and on about, oh, leave, the, leave it alone, the made-for-TV movie from the 90s was so great. and But now that we have this trailer, I've been seeing so many people backtrack on those words, and... Uh, What do you guys think? I mean, I think it looks pretty rad. I'm I'm actually really hopeful for it.
3: it. It's going to take place. It's going to be more of a modern-day adaption. That's what most of the flack is about. It's not going to take place, like, too far in the past. Like, the kids are going to be... um, Yeah, it's not going to be set in the 80s or something. It's it's not going to be set in the 70s and 80s like the original was, or... It's going to be more of uh, you know a contemporary story, which is what they're doing. They're updating it, and and it looks it looks pretty creepy, honestly. It really does. It looks like it's going to be good.
0: Did yeah. you see the the comparison video that they made about the trailers uh, where they showed the footage from the original it and the, the footage of the trailer that just came out and they put them side to side so you can see like the comparisons? Oh, yeah, oh, it's very very well done. I mean, I'm talking about like they're very creepily. Uh, almost shot by shot getting it exactly as the original, but it looks much creepier, like the way the footage is shot, the lighting. Um, it, there's no special effects to some of these shots because they're just regular standard shots. But the lighting itself is very creepy and the demeanor of the way the shot is set up is slightly different from the original and that slight difference actually helps. It makes it a lot creepier, a lot moodier. I love this new trailer. I thought it was phenomenally well done. I love the way the clown looks. Um, I was a fan of the original, but the clown never really, like, scared me much. Um, even though it was supposed to be a really creepy looking clown. But, and it was creepy, don't get me wrong, it was scary and creepy, but I never really got terrified of that clown. I can imagine myself being a little kid and seeing this for the first time. This would freak me out. This new clown is very creepy looking. And his face, uh, for a while there, I thought they had used the uh, the guy who played Joker on uh, Gotham, the the Joker kid. I thought they had used him because he had that same kind of look to him, and then I researched it and I found that it wasn't the same guy, but, yeah, you know, that... That face—I mean, it, it was perfectly put, uh, picked for a clown. That's why I always thought that guy on uh, on uh, Gotham was perfect for the Joker because reminded me of that so much. Uh, but man, it was such a well put together trailer. I, I highly uh, am anticipating this movie now, and it was funny because I wasn't really like looking forward to it as much as I am right. now after seeing the trailer. Now I'm really hyped for this thing, so I can't wait to see it.
4: And like you said, man the, the side by side comparison, like, especially, especially with Georgie chasing the boat, like, just, just how, just how dark the new version is like it, it's it really looks like a rainy day it doesn't look like they got the fake rain on like in the yep. made for tv one it's just dark and gloomy and then he runs into the sign and like you actually see like why he um was able to lose the boat and stuff and just the flash of pennywise pop-up they show you in the trailer Ooh, yeah no you guys Penny. know i don't like clowns anyways but i mean like this looks like a movie that might actually put the chills in me because i don't i don't
0: fucks with clowns so yeah neither do i like, and the kid really Georgia, i mean he he was dead on, I mean, this kid, the new, the new kid they got, he was really good, like, his expressions were, you know, like, real legit, like, the kid's a good actor, you could tell this kid knows how to act, the original kid was, while he was good, uh, some of the scenes, it looked like he was funny, and then, because kid actors are kind of like a hit and miss, you either have a good one on your hands, or you don't, and a lot of times in the old movies, when they have kid actors, a lot of them are not very good actors, and, you know, that kid wasn't the, exactly the, the greatest actor ever, but... This kid, he he sold me on the trailer, like, with his expressions and when he's screaming. And, I mean, like, he... This is a very good cast. I mean, there's... uh, not one, I don't think one bad actor in this entire film from what I've seen in a trailer alone. Uh, so that is, you know, inspiring in itself. That's something that gives me a lot of hope for this movie. And it's a Stephen King original. I mean, I, I would hope that with technology the way it is now, with the way filmmakers can make movies today, that they readapt a lot of his older stuff and bring back some of, you know, his old movies that's already been made and remake them so we can get a, a fresher take and a, and a much more darker look at his, you know, his books because there's so many good books that this man has written that could really be adapted and uh, this is a perfect one to readapt into film. So, uh, the trailer it sold me completely. I'm 100% on hey, board. They
3: said that they're only that this is going to focus. This one's going to focus on the kids and their their first you know interaction with, with Pennywise. Their, yeah. And then they're and then if it's if it's a successful film, then they'll do like the second part, like how the way the the TV movie covered both the. Right. The the kids and then covered the adults later on Dealing with the trauma and everything They they said if it's a successful movie Then they'll do the second one And it'll cover the rest of it So that's awesome That means that this whole first movie is going to deal with all the crazy stuff
4: Yep, yeah well, and another thing is, is it's really smart. They're gonna, they're gonna get people by th- them thinking like, hey, this looks like Stranger Things, which is by proxy because Stranger right. Things was inspired by it. Which, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it, it's cyclical. So, I mean, it's kind of cool that that's gonna feed back into this getting popular again. And back to what you were saying about Pennywise, uh, the, the new one, it, he's got this really dated, like, old school clown outfit. And I think that that is really what makes him terrified. Yes. See, like, Tim yep. Curry's, he wore like a more contemporary, like, bright one. This one, it's it's like brown and it's like dated and looks like a, he looks like an old cowboy clown almost like
3: almost like the clown suit that they used from that movie clown you remember that one where their suit was archaic and it actually represented a demon and it was more like evil that's kind of how the clown suit looks on here real evil
4: and right that. yeah i mean it's just it, yeah. it, it, they used earth tones it's not bright yeah. i mean that like, uh-huh. that's kind of really makes it like more impactful than like just having them in bright yellow and blue like mm-hmm. He was in the past, so...
0: No, that line going down the eye, sort of, you know, like, having that space just be white makeup, that line going down actually adds a little bit to, to the image also, and the creepiness of the, uh, the the makeup itself that he has on.
5: I agree. I agree, because I, I loved that movie. I loved it. I, I loved it. I loved terrorizing people by hiding under their bed. <laughs> Loved it You have no idea I'm not How fond of clowns And uh,
0: that movie didn't help But it wasn't like One of those movies That scared the hell out of me Or anything uh, You know It was just It was just a fun movie uh, That you know, it was okay But I've never been A fan of clowns So I'm glad that I'm an adult And I'm going to get to Watch this remake As an <laughs> adult So I don't have to Shit my pants Going home that night From the theater Thank oh, you. So you got it too when when you were little and you told people you didn't like
4: clowns, they'd be like, "Oh, so you saw it and that's what scared you?" I'm like, "Nah, man, I was scared nah. before that, but that yeah, shit yeah, didn't yeah. help though. I yeah. mean, I'm not gonna say that that didn't add to it, but no, nah, I, I don't trust them, man. Like they do not look right in my opinion. Like <laughs> clowns are creepy.
3: Like the clown, like how the clowns. Sh- well, the clown from um Spawn should be more like Pennywise too, and that, that's an- yeah. the Violator. That's- yeah. I
4: never thought he looked too much like a clown, so I never found him too scary, actually. But Shout-outs yeah. again
0: to John Leguizamo, who played the violin in the Ed yeah. and <laughs> in, in, in the movie. That makes him back into the action. conversation.
4: Yes. One yep. <laughs> of the few actual likable things of that movie, so yeah. yeah i am got
5: to go ahead and
0: yeah. give him props. That's my, that's my boy, dude. i got a poster of John Leguizamo on my wall.
5: Signed. Signed. Signed.
0: <laughs> that's my boy. I've seen it. He knows. He's seen it. Yeah, he's been in the I house. Seen he's seen it. Seen it. Legit. legit I asked the man for an autograph while we were both taking a piss. That's how brave I am.
4: (laughs) Speaking of spawn, you guys hear? You guys read anything that Todd McFarlane's been saying about like this new version he's got coming out? No, but that's a great
0: segue. Go for it.
4: Supposedly he's got almost all the money. He's he wants to get 10 million dollars and he wants to make this like slasher-style movie about a group of criminals get like lost in this like. Alley or something, and they get picked one by one off by one by one by like a spawn you barely ever get to see. Like, does that even sound interesting to you guys? Because I'm not even a big spawn fan, but you guys really like the character, so I was wondering like what do you guys think of like Turd mcfertland's new interpretation that he wants to bring to film.
0: I think cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, and I think he's been using a lot of it since uh, he debuted Spawn for the very first time in comics. And uh, he's lost his way, bro. He lost his mojo years ago. Look, I love to Spawn, the original uh, series, the original run that he had with it. I loved the movie. I think it was a, a good movie for its time. I wanted to see a remake. Series? The animated series was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, that was. It doesn't fact, get better fact, than that, honestly. Yeah, if, it yeah get.
3: if you ask me, that animated series was better than
0: the comics.
3: Honestly, oh yeah, yeah, That yeah. animated series was Spawn. I it mean, cut yeah.
0: out all
4: the fat. It cut out all the fat from the. Here's comics. the thing:
0: the animated series is probably the best representation of any comic book character you're going to see uh, that is, a, you know, a character like Spawn. You know, not a, a A-list character because, like we said, the comics while it was good and had a great first run. You know, the, the, when that animated series came out, I mean, it was light years ahead of anything that, that the comic books yeah, had on. There. Well, they were it's smart amazing. enough.
4: They were smart enough to go to Japan. They got Madhouse to, to animate that for them. So yeah. I mean, like, that's why it wasn't like any American cartoon at the time.
0: Now, as far as the feature films is i 've been very, very disappointed with uh, McFarlane and the entire uh, fact that they have not rebooted this thing for years now. I mean the first movie I liked it it could have been better with today 's technology, I think it could be amazing uh spot is, is a great character, but go back to basics go back to what made the character great. Stop you know trying to like rethink ideas of you know and do different things that, that make no sense within the parameters of what the, what the character is well that's go that's back that's to the, the problem, original though,
4: Je- that's the problem though, Jackal, like, he's gone to every studio imaginable and begged them to, g- to give him another shot and like, he just gets turned down left and right and I think that's why he's trying to at because least make this, like, a side-by-channel you- movie.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't have a solid script. That's the main problem. That's problem number one. It's not just, you know, hey, uh, yeah, give me some money to re- can remake this thing. Studios nowadays, don't want to see you come in with a pitch and a solid script. They get to say, okay, you know, this is worth our money. Because doing a movie like Spawn, you're talking about an 80 to $100 million film if you do it right. That's a lot of money to pony up. Any studio who's gonna put that kind of money into a project are gonna wanna see something that they believe in. If you just show up and say, hey, I made Spawn, you know, 25, 30 years ago, and now I wanna make a remake to the movie from the 90s, uh, give me some money. Studios are gonna be like, well, where's, where's the script? He has no script, he's never had a script. He's had ideas, he's had, points and outlines of things he wants to do but where's the the, the, the great script that's going to sell to the studios and that's why i've been bitter and disappointed in him because he had 20 years sitting on this thing and he's not come up with writers to give him a good script you're if, you, if you're the property owner and you want to get this movie remade and you're the guy that owns the property rights and you're the one that has to go to the studio and get the money for the studios to give you so you can make your movie then you know what Spend a little bit on top. Get some good writers that are going to be, you know, probably friends of yours that will join you in the process. Like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon when they work together. You know, get a buddy writer in Hollywood. It's not that difficult to do if you're if you're... You know, an A-lister or a Hollywood writer, if you're a writer, or if you're a comic book guy. You get to find writers that will help you out, especially on a property like this. And buddy up with somebody who's good, create a really good script, and have something you can actually sell to the studios. so you just go in there asking for money, looking like you're drunk. I mean, that's kind of like the, been the problem for the last 20 years. Let's be real.
4: Probably, I mean, I just know every couple months he pops out saying like, ooh, I got an idea for a spot like movie. Cameron. And every, everybody <laughs> I know gets all excited about it. I'm like, dude, right. he have been saying this since 2001 when the last one right. flopped. I mean, and it's never gone anywhere. You guys get excited every time. It, it,
0: I stopped and getting excited in 2002. Two. Like, I stopped getting excited a long time ago like, because it's become boring to hear it over and over again. It's like hearing about disclosure every year in the UFO field. Every but, year, like, but, this year we're going to have disclosure
5: about aliens. It never happens. <laughs> yeah, never. But, They're never going to do that, bro. Never.
4: But the, and now he's whittled it down to, like, he wants to make, like, a remake of the original Wes Craven Swamp Thing movie with Spawn in it, and I'm just like, nobody's going to watch that. Like, Sci-Fi Channel will play it. That's that's your best that option. I might watch that.
0: For mere curiosity, I might watch that, though, John. I'm going to be real with you.
4: Yeah.
5: You know you would, too.
4: And I, I mean, I'm an image exactly. fan, so I'd have to throw a little image and <laughs> support, but...
5: What image? I used to I was in high school when that started coming out. When Image was hot with a Pit and pit, a Max
4: Shadow Hawk and yeah. I still Dragon have a Pit.
5: I still have a Pit and a Mask uh action figure. Nice. Yeah.
4: You got the you got the Max action yeah. figure? Yeah. Oh dude, you better keep a hold of that. They they only made some of them cuz um Sam Keith burnt his um bridge with McFarlane because like he he went and sold his comic to MTV and like I guess like the rights went with them so they only made about a couple hundred of those Max figures so you go ahead and keep hold of that man that's actually yeah, a collector's I got it, item I got, it
5: as a, I got it as a gift I got it as a gift because I had all the comic books and the girl I was dating at the time um, she was like oh my god I know you love it so much and I saw it, and I just had to buy it I was like why would you spend so much money and now I'm like thank you for spending so much money <laughs> 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 for real Please yes, do that, dude, that again. Was, yes, dude, that was, that was pretty cool. My That's birthday's coming cool. up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What do you want for Christmas? Girl, you know.
0: I, I celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, I celebrate all the holidays.
5: you guys get lucky? I,
4: I, had, I had a girlfriend once buy me a bunch of Green Lantern comics from Christmas or for a gift. And I'm like, I, I accepted them and I, I was thankful, man. But I'm like, girl, you don't know me at all, do you? Green Lantern? Are you fucking serious? Come on, man. <laughs>
0: I, well, it, it depends on it depends on the Green Lantern though the origin.
4: Uh, it was they were Hal Jordan comics man so yeah
0: no. Oh uh, yeah, it's kind of lame. Even though Hal Jordan's yeah. a cool character, but it's a little lame origin. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you on that, Johnny. I feel you. But with that said, what's next on the uh, table here before we go on break in a few minutes?
4: Uh, well, this is kind of really sad news because I'm actually kind of a fan of this um, franchise. I like the first two a lot, the third one. But Sylvester Stallone is not going to be in Ex- Expendables 4, which which is a total bummer. Oh.
0: And why,
4: how could they even make an Expendables without Sly? I mean, it's his movie, right? I mean Are this, they even the making an Expendables
0: 4 at this point? Are they doing that another one? Really?
4: Uh, as far as I know, like, it was... I was um, about to shoot, and him and uh, the director had um, ideological issues, and Sly walked. And I guess they're still trying to make it. And like, oh, I you can only imagine how the buzz is going to go without Sly, because it's he's fucking Barney Ross. He's a mm.
3: series of movies. It's like it's like yeah. Nightmare on Elm
4: Street without Freddy Krueger. You really or can't Rambo without true. Rambo. Like, yeah. 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 It's like or Rambo 24 or 20,
0: or 24 without uh, Jack Bauer, but. That's, that's that's working out pretty well for T V. Yeah. No, I it's would
3: not. watch. Nobody's, with John Nobody's Drake, watching but it's it's all... it, Jackal. It's it's failing. It's, it's, failing. it's, it's, failing. it's not going to get a second season. It's that's a total flop, it's, it's a total
1: flop. It's
4: it's,
3: it's
4: it's flopping. Is it really? They brought back X Files.
0: That was good. Is it really flopping that bad? Yeah, they say
3: that it's yeah. flopping real bad. They, I was reading an article. They were saying Fox is very disappointed. They were hoping for something way better with legacy i don't know maybe the world
5: wasn't ready for 24 without jack bauer Uh i don't watch it all so
4: good though i mean that's crazy
5: this is my problem with this 24 it's not the writing it's technically not the acting it's just as just as crappy and mushy as the other one that's fine i enjoyed the last one pretty good you can't sell me dr Dre. Why are, you Why are you selling me Dr. Dre? I only know him as Dr. Dre. Why are you selling me Dr. Dre? He was I in he on. Was, uh, Walking he Dead was good. as well. He
3: was on, uh, he was, who did he mm-hmm. play? Did he play hey, Heath or something? on
4: the Walking Don't Dead? fuck with Dre. Dr. Dr. Drake. Dre was on, Doc, Dr. Dre was on Walking Dead. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, he the Dr. Like, Dr. Dre, the rapper or the comedian? Like the one from Yo! MTV Raps or the actual rapper?
5: No, no, I'm talking about that the guy the on guy that played, played him, the guy Dr. That played Dr.
4: Dre in the NWA
3: the N.W.A. Oh. movie. The guy that played Dr. Uh Dre. Yes, yeah, so you the, can't sell me Dr.
5: Dre. Yeah, you can't sell me that as a badass now. You can't do that. I want him to make beats.
0: He, you understand he's an actor, man. This yeah. is what he does.
4: They're he, not, not going to make... Like, what, you want them to make like an NWA Extended Universe? That, well, that Rayleigh, like what they're not going act. That's apparently that, that's what they're
0: doing,
5: no, no, though. They? No, 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 no. He could have done just about Anything else except for action hero? Like Why? I can't buy. I can't buy him as an action hero. I haven't I, seen his face enough. My yeah, face. That was just one movie. Him. That's just one movie. We,
0: we I got understand. But that's all I
5: know him from.
0: Put him okay, somewhere so in like, a
5: little role somewhere so else. Like, so he'll,
0: he'll expand. Hey, Is there, he'll expand hey, as an
5: actor. I know, but try him in twenty four. As like the badass sidekick, you know, comes out in then takes people out of trouble. Let me believe a little bit. Don't just throw us. here's the man. Don't do that to me, man. I can't do that.
0: Well, I don't think they just brought Antonio Almeida uh, back in the, into the series, and I think yeah. he's going to end up... Being a little bit more of a badass in the uh, the next couple episodes, uh, we can little, only hope, right? Because of the way yeah. that they've
3: been using them lately, it's just been kind of like, "What do you even bother to bring him back for?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, what?
0: I'm kind of hoping the next <laughs> couple episodes they uh, they actually do something with him. I'm actually just happy that he's back and he's still alive and he's part of like you know this universe. And this is yeah. you know with him in this, we know it's not a reboot. This is a continuation to the universe. With Jack Bauer in it, so I mean, this is not a you know, it's you know, we might never see Jack Bauer again. This is just he's not part of this storyline. That's all it see, is. Th-
4: th- this, this is starting to sound like what we covered a couple weeks ago when we talked about the Alien franchise with all these Uh-oh. fanboys that think that only Ripley can ever fight the Xenos. It's like, right. why? I mean, like. <laughs> Jack Bauer probably will show up. He's just missing right now, right? So well, why not solve he's, like, he's, he's, he's the mystery t- with Dr. Dre and <laughs> to when Bauer shows the hell back up? He's I mean- an
0: actor. He's not really Dr. Dre. Look, <laughs> and and Jack Bauer's not missing. He's being held captive by like the Russians, which again, the damn pesky Russians. Very time, very time. Uh, <laughs> <behind> <laughs> me too, it actually fits very well. <laughs> I know the Russians are hacking twenty four. That's what happened. The the Russians hacked twenty four.
4: There you go. That's I hate to say this, question. but maybe we should we maybe we should forget about Dre and just accept the actors. <laughs> <and beat us. laughs>
5: that was a good uh, one, man. I like it. That was a good one, man. I like it. That was good. I thought he was
4: good as Dre, so I'll check him out on this show. I mean I don't see why not. I mean like now, now I understand what you're saying, though, Jason. Like when they try to put like Chris Pratt like in movies like Jurassic World, where like he's just this big badass like hero guy, I can't buy it, man. I see Star Lord, I see a doofus that can like be cool, but barely. Like but, so, when they try to put him in as like this macho studly dude, I I, I can't believe Chris Pratt in that character. So I kind of see what you're saying about this Drake kid, but. I don't know. I, I I didn't see enough of him as Dre to actually kind of make a judgment call on whether or not he could be a, a, an action hero, though. So I'll, I'll have to actually watch the show and see how I feel about it. But, I mean, 24 <laughs> is just kind of more of an armchair spy show anyways. It's not like he's doing Chow fat gunfights or something, right? I mean, uh, like yeah, I mean,
0: uh, it's not like he's doing like some crazy, you know, like. Kung Fu or anything
3: like well, that. He's a, well, he's a, he's a uh, what is he? Isn't he a former Navy SEAL or special? no no, no, no. Right. L-
5: listen, listen to me. As a former military man, I- I'm sorry. As a former military man, where I lost this show was when the lady got on the screen and says, he is the youngest of the Rangers. Let me explain something to you. I bled for those rangers. I bled for special forces. And you cannot tell me that some little jackass from nowhere is going to have It's a TV all the show, man. It's it a television time. show. I can't believe hey, I can't believe Jack Bauer because he's an older man. He has experience. This dude is a freaking kid. What about you when can they get like that Mark
4: Wahlberg to play Army Rangers? Does that bug you too? I just I just really need to know. Oh, like,
5: dude, dude, or, I have I have Mark. Dude. dude. <laughs> Unless he's playing a dude from Boston, get off me with Marky Mark. (laughs) It's a TV show, man. Like, get over it.
0: TV. It's a TV show. TV. You know what TV? It's fictional. I, don't, I, 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 I,
4: feel where, I feel where Jason's coming from, though. See, I'm a real nerd, and when I try to watch yes, um, stuff yes. like the Big Bang Theory and I see that guy, the Bazanga guy that everybody thinks is so funny and cool, <laughs> it pisses me off because he is a fake nerd. He is so full of shit. Like, I don't care if he actually knows Will Wheaton or not, dude. Like, so I, I, I kind of got like the same kind of military rage that Jason has, but the nerd style when it comes to Bozanga or whatever the hell the Big Bang guy name is. So I Buzanga? can hear what Jason's coming from. I don't know. I've only seen it mm. spelt.
5: What's his name? I can't remember his name is in the show. Sheldon Cooper. Sheldon. Sheldon.
0: Wow, you guys are nerds for real. You guys watch that crap? Like, I really? watched it a
4: couple of times because people told me, oh, you're a nerd. You'll love this show, and I so don't. Jackal,
5: Jackal, do you not, <laughs> <So> re- crap. <laughs> do you not remember? crap. <laughs> Jackal, do you not remember? I took quantum physics in college. Like, yeah, AM, I, yeah nerd. I remember that. Yeah, like, remember I'm a that. real nerd. Like, so that shows should sure really
0: to... that shows sure really piss you off then
5: yes <laughs> <laughs> actually actually it's cool it's cool cuz 90% of the equations on the board are are actual equations like they're actual equations to solving quantum physics problems it's just that they have little variables here and there just to make it kind of funny so if you know what you're looking at you're like ha ah, look at that you were supposed to substitute the mass on that one that kind of shit it's really nerdy that's why i watch it
4: Fuck
0: man,
5: you know what? I didn't know we yeah. had Goodwill Hunting on the show. That's for nice real, show, dude. <laughs> Damon. Man, Damon. I love. But well, you know why I don't watch that show?
0: Because the show sucks. That's why I don't watch that show. It does. I saw. I saw one episode and I did not laugh. And I was like, you know, this show's a piece of garbage. Like, why do people watch this shit? Of-
4: yeah,
3: maybe like, a couple episodes, and I was, I turned it off. I'm like, I'm never. Oh. Watched-
4: you put it was that. So bad. That show, though. Maybe if Dr. Dre played a nerd on that show, it might be better. I'm actually thinking. Yeah. like, <laughs> I need to see Dr. Dre. <laughs> He's an
0: actor. Now. Let him act. He's doing an action movie, for Christ's sake, or action TV uh, show. Let, let him act. Things blow up. It's out of his control. He's running really <laughs> around. He's being I beat up.
5: This show. this show is great. He's an actor. For crying man.
0: out loud, You're man!
5: Awesome. <laughs> you guys are good.
0: <laughs> actor. <too. laughs> Jesus, age Christ, man. Does ever What's the like H that? for? I don't know. Hell, I guess. Oh, I don't know. Heaven, heaven or hell? Heaven.
4: <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> Expendables. Since, since we got like all sidetracked and stuff, what do you guys yes. think about like Expendables without Sylvester Stallone? I mean, that's bullshit. I, I,
0: oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me take that uh, first, guys. Uh, uh, don't care for Expendables 4 anymore. I Have no interest in watching it. Uh, with Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone, it's not a movie that I'm interested in whatsoever. Because I only, you know, was interested in the Expendables because of Sylvester Stallone. I'm a fan of his work. Believe it or not, I do like his movies. And I, I, I like only all his one, movies. Yeah, I love I love all his movies. Rambo, Rocky, hey, even Oscar was a good movie.
5: Tango and Cash, Master.
0: Tango and Cash was hey, awesome. Which Obra. is stop, oh my stop
5: on my mobile shoot.
0: I love that movie. <laughs> the only movie that he made that I did not like was Judge Dredd, and even that movie I liked
3: eh, I've, it. I've, 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 even that
0: was okay. I've, yeah. I've enjoyed I it, it over the years enough to say, okay, well, I, I hated it at first, but now it's grown on me. And it's one of those movies; it's like it's a guilty pleasure. You know, and it's a bad movie, but it, but it's a fun movie. So it's one of those, and uh, you know, and then there's the the one he did with uh, the Demolition Man. That was awesome.
5: Yeah, oh, listen, I, still read read I still don't know i know read still read them read them
0: read about read the read seashells. You know what I'm saying? The seashells, bro. Like, what's up with the seashells? They never explained that.
5: Joe, they really I need how, to make a sequel.
4: Just work. explain that. They should make a sequel just to explain that. I mean, like you know that say is say that like Judge one Judge of the Dread, greatest
3: missions. Says, did you? Do you Do you have you guys ever heard the theory that Judge Dredd, the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd, is a is a loose sequel to Demolition Man? That's
0: bullshit. Makes sense?
3: They. Yeah, there, there's this whole big theory online that ties the two movies together really well. It's it's good. You really? got to look it up and, and read it. It's it's hard to explain, but they do a really good job tying it together and making it make sense to how Judge Dredd could be a sequel to uh, Demolition Man.
5: Damn, I have to read that. I yeah, that. for real. That sounds interesting. Definitely check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out during work tomorrow. Hell yeah. <laughs> Time to read during lunch.
0: There you go. So, Sylvester Stallone no longer involved in The Expandables.
5: Oh, that's a shame. Man. That is a shame.
4: I mean, like, what is it? Is just going to be, like, Jason Statham, Terry Crews, um, what's his name, Randy Couture? I mean, like, it, the, I like all those guys fine, but, I mean, like, they need a leader. Like, none of the rest of them had leading skills. I mean, unless they bring in, like, Arnie to star in it, I, I can't watch it. You know, like, that would be the only acceptable... Substitute as if Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in and stars in it.
0: That might hmm. work. I mean, Arnold needs a hit. Come. Arnold needs a hmm. hit, so that might they'll work. they might to yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah, there you go.
4: I'm, I checked that out too. Probably.
0: You know, I'm, about I'm looking Bruce at Williams? uh. Well, no, no Bruce Willis. He he got fired after uh. He head. Head. He got, that's why he got fired. He got fired that's yeah. Oh, that's
5: right. That's right. That's right.
2: That's right. But maybe they can bring him back
0: now and be like, yeah, now I replaced your ass, Sly. You fired oh, me, shit, I came Cage. back, and I replaced your ass.
2: I replaced okay. your ass.
3: Jerk off is how he'd say it. No doubt ought to just get Nicholas Cage. Hell with it. Yes!
5: Yes! That would be awesome. I'll watch it right now.
3: <laughs> Nicolas Cage and
0: John Travolta. <laughs> take, <laughs> take,
5: them- take my money. Take my money now.
4: If they make him the youngest Army Ranger ever?
5: <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no, best man. Yeah, that's They'll
3: great. make Nicolas Cage his, like, uh, Stallone's brother. Uh he'll be he'll be uh he'll be Bobby instead of Barney. Yeah, there you go.
0: Thanks. <laughs> I like it. And, and the bad guy can be played by Keanu Reeves. Oh. Or, John, or John
3: or John Travolta. Yeah, And oh John god. Travolta,
0: both both I'm of them together.
2: I'm, I'm <laughs> both John
0: Travolta I'm and Keanu Reeves together. There you go. Whoa, I'm gonna kill him with Kung Fu. Oh
2: my god. Kung Fu, oh my god.
0: Check this out. I'm looking at IMDb, uh, over here I'm checking out Sly's page, and he's been busy. He's got one, two. He's got two movies coming out this year, and three movies coming out next year. He's been busy. He's got Guardians of the Galaxy two that he's in, Animal Crackers, which he does a voiceover, and uh, next year he's got Tough as They Come, Idols, ha- Idols Eye, and uh, one that I'm looking forward to, Escape Plan two. Oh, they're
4: doing a what? sequel to Escape Plan. Yeah. yeah I love what? That. <laughs> I hey, uh, John, I, think they,
3: I think they answered your answered your prayers, because I'm reading about Expendables 4 right now, and apparently they got Arnold Schwarzenegger replacing uh, Stallone. That's oh, the no only kidding. way
4: they could bring the film forward. I mean, nobody yeah. would watch it unless they got somebody like that, dude.
0: Yep. Well, they, that's, a, that's not a bad idea, because they could focus the next one on his crew.
3: Well, it apparently <laughs> has all the same people except Stallone, though. Well, then he all, took
0: over his crew. <laughs> it's
3: got... Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jason Statham, you know.
0: Yeah.
4: Is Antonio Banderas going to be back? Because he was like the only part I really liked in Part Three. He was. Nah, I think hilarious. he's in bad
0: health right now. though. he's like in the hospital and stuff. Like. Oh, is he
4: sick? Oh, yeah, he's been. He's stuff. had
0: some like heart issues or something recently. So I don't think he's going to be doing action for a while. But check this out: Escape Plan Two has Dave Bautista in it. Uh, fifty Cent, yeah, fifty. <laughs>
4: yes, Curtis Jackson is my my homeboy. There I don't you watch go. anything with that crazy bastard in it.
0: So he's in this, and uh, of course, Professor Stallone is in this. Uh, I wonder where they're going to be escaping from, and I wonder if the 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 main person who's going to be escaping with him is Dave Bautista. I don't know how that's going to work out because while he's good in Guardians of the Galaxy, that's a very limited acting kind of type of thing. He's, he, he, I don't I know about I watching him in
4: a lot of straight-to-video movies. He was in one that I really liked. That star jeffrey Dean morgan called heist where he played like this really out of control guy and he's uh-huh. pretty good at the, these like schlocky straight to video movies so i think that he'll probably be more like how vinnie jones was in the first one he'll probably be like the mean guard is what i see batista as i just they need to have a good bad guy because jim caviezel was an amazing villain in the first escape plan so like that to make a good sequel they're gonna have to have a good villain like how yep um jesus was in the first. i don't gotta, i don't remember gotta, the first one but wasn't uh, he in the first
1: one
3: are you sure that Stallone dropping out wasn't an April Fool's joke? Because I'm seeing all the <laughs> April 1st on Stallone dropping out of Expendables 4. you sure that it wasn't an April Fool's joke? Oh, because... they
5: just got us. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: hope yeah, um. man. I, I, I read Fool's. that new story today. It I wasn't, I wasn't up yesterday. And I'm
3: seeing all these April April 1st Stallone dro- drops out of Expendables 4. That oh. a joke. That's Because I thought Stallone created that franchise. Why would he leave it? I mean, you could get another director if he wasn't getting along with.
2: Mm.
0: Guys, we've been pranked. April fools all of us. No
2: longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you
0: anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow. Now follow you.
2: steel and more superman homepage.com hello hello sir i hear you having problems putting together your new kitchen unit oh yeah uh the instructions say what now the instruction manual it makes absolutely stop reading (laughs) that What would you suggest I use? I suggest you use the fact you're a
3: man. Guys who got pride never relied on no guide, sucker. I'll give you some step-by-step
2: instructions. Buy Snickers, remove wrapper, bite chocolate, and get some nuts. Go to getsomenuts.tv for more Snickers man coaching. Seven three 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 seven four. That's nine five four-nine seven three thirty three seventy four. Or visit keyinformation.com. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez show. You don't know George Rodriguez. Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes, that George Rodriguez. Well, what's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller, kind of funny-looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Ooh,
1: love hurts. Yes, love hurts it can hurt emotionally but more important it can also hurt you physically it can hurt you in a way which nobody who owns a hot tub and lives in california can afford to be unaware of yes i'm talking about california hot tub rectal gonorrhea this painful and curable disease can make an enjoyable soak in a hot tub with family friends and dog into a literally unforgettable experience if you catch california hot tub rectal gonorrhea Not only will you walk around feeling like you're about to pass a twisted sardine can lid, you'll also smell like a pile of burning tractor tires. So don't jump out of the frying pan and into the hot tub, because if you get California hot tub rectal gonorrhea, it'll really burn your ass.
2: This has been a public service message brought to you by the Citizens Against CHTRG Foundation. California hot tub rectal gonorrhea. We're not going to take it sitting down.
3: And we are back on tonight's episode of the Roundtable Show. <laughs> Lots of great news today, Johnny. What else do we got?
4: Oh, well, this one—this is just something I find kind of a little interesting. The guy um, who wrote the Aquaman movie, Will Beal, he's um, working on Universal's um, reboot of Creature from the Black Lagoon, and I always just love that character and the idea of him being updated. And I, how do you guys feel about that? I wonder no if Aquaman's be- going to be in it. Hmm. he's going to fight him, I guess, you know? <laughs> like, there you are there, are there going to be buddies? Like Maybe Aquaman could be, like, the only motherfucker that could talk to the Creech. you know? Like, that, that could... That could work.
5: It could. Sounds interesting. I don't know. They just... They have to kind of work it out, because they have uh, a... They can screw it, it up.
4: <laughs> this is going to be a Universal movie, not a Warner Brothers movie, so I don't see how, like, they could cross over, you know, like... Unless they figure that shit out themselves.
0: Well, no, this is a different property. This is more going to be in line with the mummy and uh, what they're doing there. And uh, this is part of that, uh, you know, Universal's plan to, like, make these monster movies into a uh, cohesive universe. Which is kind of funny, universal, universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, like,
4: back... Back in the day, they used to actually do these crossover movies. There was like House right. of Frankenstein and House of the Mummy, where like mm-hmm. all the monsters would show up and they'd fight each other and like, so it, it's kind of a return to the basics, but they're putting, they're trying to do too much with it. You know what I mean? They should just... Try just do what they Well, do. I mean,
0: they're rebooting with the, you know, this mummy movie coming out this year, which I just saw the trailer. It, it looks okay. It looks like it's going to be a decent movie, but uh, it doesn't look like it's anything spectacular either. It doesn't look like it's going to blow me away uh, or anything. But I mean, it looks like it's a decent enough film. Uh, but you know, that, what they're trying to do is they're trying to reinvent these franchises to a modern audience, and I get that. We had three mummy movies that came out. You know, that was already a decade ago, so they're redoing it, and they are reinventing it for today's generation, which is cool. Again, I don't mind that. Uh, but, you know, what What are they, they going to do next? I mean, if this movie flops, are they going to redo it again? Because um, they tried already to uh, redo this monster universe with Frankenstein, and they flopped, and now they're going to redo Frankenstein again. I mean, how many times do we need to see Frankenstein, for crying out loud? You know, how many times do well, we need to see have, Dracula? They're going to they're you gonna know?
4: have to try to do Dracula again because Dracula Untold's been right. That's another one that flopped. The, yeah, I mean that that also got pulled. Universe. Yeah, and that
0: pulls from the universe because it flopped. I mean, so what's going to happen now? If this movie flops, we're going we're to get another reboot of the Mummy movie, and that's going to be another... I mean, it, you know, if these movies don't do well, still use the, the, the movies that you have and build upon that. I mean, if not, you're just going to be rebooting the same kind of stuff over and over again, hoping that one hits. And if it just, you know, by, you know, luck, one does hit, doesn't mean that the next one's going to be, a, you know, a, as big of a hit. Just because, you know, you might have gotten lucky with, you know, a Dracula movie, for example, or something. They might have just, you know, landed on the right... Moment and made a little bit of money because you know again it's an expanded universe you want all these characters to be successful you know not all these characters are very popular in today's generation and that's something that I'm fearful with what universal is doing because I have a lot of love for the old old monster movies from when I was a kid and you know those movies are great then but a lot of that doesn't translate too well to today's modern audience and instead of being creative with doing something brand new it's you know they're pulling from an old well which might be very very dried up at this point uh, so I don't know I mean I'm I, I'm Kind of tentative looking forward to the the new mummy movie and where they do with, you know, these new properties, but the Black Lagoon, not really a character that I think is really gonna like, you know, put, you know, asses in seats in theaters. I mean, I just don't, I don't see that happening.
4: I, I can see where you're coming from. I, I just personally always had an affinity for the character. I love the way he looks, so I was just personally hoping that, like, they could probably get their asses in gear, but I don't know. I, like, I'm glad that you see some, um, so I'm light in the mummy. I I've seen the two trailers so far, and like usually, you guys know I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. But when he's the best thing in the trailers, and I'm saying that, you, you the movie's doomed in my opinion. Like it's, I, I'm saying it's probably gonna be the worst film of the year, man. Just yeah, I, don't, I mean
0: it, the 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 villain looks kind of cheesy, uh, I'll give you that. The action looks on par with, like, you know, his Mission Impossible movies. In fact, there was a running joke earlier on Facebook. We were chatting, and uh, somebody said that this looks like, uh, you know, Mission Impossible meets the mummy or something, which it kind of does a little bit. Uh, we're gonna, we're you know, Tom Cruise is getting to that point where his action movies all look like his Mission Impossible movies, uh, sadly enough. But, uh, it, you know, the action looks fine. Uh, the story, we start to see what the you know story is. We don't know the story. We've just seen the trailer, so we don't know the exact storyline here. Uh whether you know they have a good movie or not we you know it's wait and see at this point now, are you a fan of the universe idea of them all you know putting all these monsters together that's yeah. something intriguing if you if you're into that kind of idea, then you know give it a shot you know you never know it might be something that you like. Tom Cruise, you know, for all the shit we give him on the show and all the shit that he takes, he, you know, makes pretty decent movies, you know, from time to time. He's not the worst actor ever. I mean, I like a lot of his films. I have a lot of his Blu-rays and DVDs. So, I mean, I'm not a hate him, the guy. I, I, I am a genuine fan of some of his work. And, uh, you know, I, I would like to see him succeed and make a, a good Mummy movie. It's just I don't know if in this property there is a good movie to be told. Um, it's just it doesn't seem like it's a good concept um uh, from what I've read you know the mummy itself looks kind of like cheesy the way the the concept of the 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 backstory and I mean it just doesn't look very very good uh, It looks like they are trying to do something completely opposite to the mummy uh from the nineties and uh you know I understand why they would do that because you don't want to retell the same kind of story uh so they made a female mummy instead of a male mummy. they changed some of the origin around just to make it a little bit different you know but and I understand all that and that's great. But the way they find the mummy, the you know the circumstances surrounding the actual uh, you know bringing about of the mummy itself seemed a little bit off from what I've read, and the trailers you know well it played off pretty decent in the trailers. I have to see the whole movie really at this point to like make a full judgment. But the trailers at least you know got me interested. I mean I don't hate the concept fully, so I'm I'm not like as Far out on the negative as Johnny is, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm going to give it a chance, and I'm going to at least uh, go and watch the thing. So, And, again, Tom Cruise is not the worst actor in live guys. I mean, I know he's a Scientology freak and kind of a weirdo, but, I mean, let's give the guy a break. I mean, he makes pretty decent movies. Or am I alone uh, yeah, with
5: that? I, no, I I agree. I like his <laughs> movies. He's just a crazy person, but I like his yeah, movies. Yeah, okay. who
0: who cares if he's crazy? I don't care if he's jumping on couches. I even saw the last Let's, Samurai. Guys, hold on, hold on. Let me just say something real oh God, quick. Hold on, that was an awful movie. Hold on, let me say yeah, something. I even saw that. If if I am ever in a relationship with Katie Holmes, I will be jumping on everybody's couch screaming for joy myself. So I don't look down upon Tom Cruise for that little uh, mind fuck that happened on Oprah, because if I was in his shoes, I'd be jumping for joy myself because Katie Holmes, guys, come on, she's gorgeous.
4: Mm, not my type, man. You go ahead,
0: I won't fight you for her, bro.
4: I'll tell
0: you. That okay, well, sure. we good. I don't want to fight you for her either, but I'm just saying she's a beautiful woman, and you know what? If I, if I was in his shoes, I'd probably jump in for Joy also. So, you know, we're, mm. you know, people give him a lot of shit because he was happy that he, you know, was with a really beautiful girl, and he was really excited about his relationship. Really, that's what America's become. That's, that's, not li- that's
4: not why I don't like him, but I don't well, want to. Yeah, but that's why
0: most me. of America started like giving him shit because of that incident. Like, really, America, that's what you've become. Like, if he was jumping for joy because he fell in love with Brad Pitt, I'm pretty sure people would be like, oh, Tom Cruise, he's the greatest of all times. Maybe on Tumblr. Chick,
4: maybe on Tumblr, but.
0: Maybe. But let's be honest. It's, it's kind of like a messed up world we live in now, where, you know, the guy's in love, he's, you know, happy and excited about it, and, and the rest of the world is like, ah, oh, he's a weirdo. Look at that creep. Jumping on a couch. What's wrong with that guy?
4: Well, it just was funny because like people actually got to see how big of a midget he really was. I mean, you like just watching him jump on that couch. <laughs> you're like, "Fuck, he really is that small." He's I a mean, tiny like, little he's fella. A, he, he's a little guy, man. I mean, tiny little fella.
3: Well, well, if you want to see what a little fella he is, all you got to do is watch Legend from the '80s. He yeah, was a little I-
0: fella in that movie too. Now think about that, guys. Think about that for a second. He's been making movies since the early '80s, yep. And he's still an A-list actor. So is Johnny Depp, though. I mean, yeah, but but Johnny Depp started in the '80s and he made a few movies here and there, but he didn't blow up until like the '90s. Okay, like he got after his start
3: it... in the mid '80s with Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. And, no, well, and then, and then and Elm, Street. Elm Street, right? And Elm Street go. was his first film. And Correct. Then, uh, the but but it show. was a
0: TV show in late eighties. It was like what eighty seven, eighty eight when he was on uh on he the show.
3: Started in yeah late eighty six. It started yeah. right.
0: So I mean, and, and that's what really made him like you know a, a kind of a popular type of actor. But he wasn't a A list actor or a superstar. That happened after Edward Scissorhands and other movies that he did. It kind of like catapulted him slowly. And even then, he had like a, a good gap in the nineties where he was a nobody. I got, like nobody really cared about working with Johnny Depp. It was he had a certain amount of hits afterwards in the Pirates of movies. That's what really blew him into like the stratosphere of A-list actors. There was those pirate movies because that made him, you know, a household name everywhere, uh, and that's just a fact. I mean, but yeah, he's been around for a long time. But Tom Cruise has been an A-list actor since the early '80s, and he's still that today. Then. He looks almost identical today that he did back then. I mean, like, back looks... in the '80s, he could do he
3: could do Twenty One Jump Street all over again if they needed him to. <laughs> Chris
4: was never in Twenty One Jump Street, though, man. That
0: makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, no, no, Johnny John Depp. Depp. Sorry, yeah, Johnny, Depp. Depp. Sorry. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Sorry. Huh. Anyway, but uh, no, no, no.
4: You, 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 there's yeah. there's been lots of cigarettes and lots of cocaine abuse in Johnny Depp's life. He doesn't look like how he did back when he was a no, kid. No, um, no, uh, no. Unlike the magical midget, that jackal is propping oh, well, up. Tom Cruise yeah, man, Tom looks Cruise, identical. Yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise,
0: Cruise looks down. identical. Like you look at him now, you look at him in the 80s. He looks a little bit older, but I mean, he still looks like he could still kick somebody's ass like in Cage. a fictional Six in Six a fictional Six. world. <laughs> Nicholas Cage <laughs> has lost
4: all of his hair, though. He used to have more hair when he was younger.
0: Yeah, well, you can always get plugs. You know? I like I Eddie. Rosser
4: yeah, yeah. For the he's ball gonna ball get though.
0: those.
3: He's gonna get those plugs because him and John Travolta are working on that Facebook uh, Face Off sequel. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. Oh my god. That Put saw. my face off! Oh my
4: god! That—that that is the, the only good John Woo, American-made John Woo movie that he—he he did his entire time.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. That's why he went back into making uh, Hong Kong films because he knew because he knew that was the case. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I'm not a fan, but anyway, moving on.
4: All right. Um. Well, <laughs> this will this will take it, you little pink jackal. You were oh, talking yeah. about. We're Pick talking about your away. buddy Stephen King and, um, oh. how, how big budget versions of his stuff are starting to be made again. And The Dark Tower, it's another one of his huge series that people love. Um, and we got a film for that coming out. And he actually was personally went and saw it and he thought that he was delighted by it. And the trailers for it look really good. I mean, like, have you guys checked out anything for The Dark Tower? And how does it make oh. you feel to know that Stephen King is so elated that one of his properties has been adapted this good?
5: Well, Alex so I like Stephen King. I have geez. most of his books. I have most of his stuff. I used to read that on patrol and not on duty all the time. In fact, that and Dean Koontz were the two people that got me, so I'll watch anything that he wrote. I don't care whether it's good or not. I've seen Thinner. I've seen all those. So
4: <laughs> If you've seen Thinner, then yeah, you've seen some of the worst of yeah. the yeah, dude, stuff. Yeah, dude, dude,
5: <laughs> I am going to watch it. It's just I'm going to watch it. I, I, yep. I, I'm just going to watch it. It's just that simple.
0: Now, I haven't read only a, a couple of his books uh, myself. I've read maybe like, not a couple, but maybe like a handful of his books as a kid. And I've uh, seen every one of the movies that they've made of his uh, adaptations. Uh, I'm looking forward to the, the the Dark Tower. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, anything that they come up with that is Stephen King related because his work is phenomenal. I mean, he is the king of horror novels. So uh, when they come mm-hmm. up with, uh, with his uh, adaptations, I'm always, you know, yep, I'm there. Um, Rose Red is one of my favorite adaptations now I'm pretty sure you're familiar with Rose Red
4: yeah nice. I watched it um, it had the chick from Bones in it I thought that was kind of right. cool I like her yeah
0: I, I love that it was a miniseries I love the way they did it it was you know, phenomenally well done and that's a TV miniseries so yeah, they do something like that later on, and on a big screen, big budget type of level. I think that would be great. Uh There's you know all kinds of you know the, the Langoliers. Remember the Langoliers? Langoliers, yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah not, damn, dude. That's that's open for a remake right there. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Damn. They that's, better they better get somebody as good
4: as Cousin Balky to sit there and tear that. Paper off and <laughs> oh off. yeah, that was awesome. Cousin Balky was amazing in that movie.
0: Absolutely.
3: Yep. Yeah. So I'm I excited. I don't know actor's
4: name. He'll always be Cousin
3: Bronson Pincho is his name. Yes. Yeah. I we know him as that like
4: and him as Serge from Beverly Hills Cop. Acquien Foley that guy. <laughs> Yes,
3: yes. <laughs> oh, he was also Sheesh. in that second that Second Sight movie with uh with uh John Larroquette. Remember Second Sight where he played like the psychic? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it was such a bad
4: movie. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, but I, I um a couple of years ago, Marvel started putting out graphic novel um. Adaptations of some of the side stories for the Dark Tower. And it is a really neat mythology. Like, it mixes, like, medieval stuff with cowboys, and they do falconry, and like, they know magic and shit. It, it's it's insane. So, like, I'm actually, like, really looking forward to this. I hope it's, like, anything like those graphic novels I read, because just the idea of, like, gunslinger knights, you know, that shit's rad, man. I love cross genre. And
5: Matthew McConaughey's going to pay men in, the men in black?
4: What? Yep, Matthew McConaughey's the bad guy in it.
5: Yeah, he placed what they call the man in the black suit. Ah, okay. In the tower. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey placed that dude. He
0: should be in Men in Black 4, like, he should be in place of Will Smith.
3: Well, I heard I'd that, the, that. Men in, the next Men in Black movie was going to be a uh, crossover movie with 21 Jump Street. So we'll
0: see how that plays out. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. That's, that's why I like fight
4: gunslinging cowboys. I
5: get old. Now here's. Uh, nice. Here's
0: a movie that I think should get remade, and uh, it, it, the first one—I mean, the original was so good—and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but you know, I always thought that maybe with a little bit of—you uh, know—modernizing it, uh, and it's such a great novel too, uh, *The Misery* with uh, James Carter. and Kathy Bates?
5: Oh, God, dude. I don't know. First, that, that, that
4: movie is just so effective, though. I mean, like, right? you, you it, it holds up well. You watch it now and dude. when she's got the log and she's, the, oh, dude, like, that's still, oh, I can feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it,
5: like, it, you're not going anywhere? Yeah, that's, ooh, no. I, I, no. I, if they
4: remake it, they're going to have to up it and I, that's going to be a hard one to, uh, to actually redo and make it mm-hmm. better because that movie is completely effective and it holds up well still to this day. You, you know, what know what's mean? crazy
0: about that movie? Yeah. Meathead made that movie. It's directed by Meathead.
4: <laughs>
5: hey, Rob Ryan,
0: Rob Rob Reiner, a Meatage. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner,
5: man. Yeah, of- he
0: has. Yeah, he has. Uh, one of my favorite comedies ever. This is Spinal Tap.
5: Reiner. Oh, I, uh, I still love that. Wrote, I still wrote a number 11 on my amp. <laughs> 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 and we got a little bit further down.
0: We got to number 11. You get a little bit extra mean. kick. You crank <laughs> it to eleven.
5: <laughs> love that movie.
0: Ah, uh, it's, well, it's, it's one of the greatest comedies ever, ever, dude, and it's a mockumentary. Movie, so, so good. Uh, Rob Ryder, we need more of his movies in theaters, man. That's what we. Yeah, need. Yeah. yeah, But, totally but what movie.
4: i what I'm hoping for this is like we got two great-looking Stephen King movies coming out. I'm really hoping this builds some more momentum for other horror writers. And, like, maybe Barker can start getting some good quality adaptations, too, because, like, I've been dying for the, his Hellraiser reboot that he's been trying to get off the ground. And maybe if they see that, like, these Stephen King things go well, since, like, hmm. him and Barker were such good friends and he was kind of Stephen King's protege for a while there in the 80s, maybe this can, like, transfer over and, like, maybe we can start getting some decent Dean Coons adaptations, some Clive Barker yep. adaptations you know. Like that's kinda of what I'm hoping for because modern mainstream horror, it's it they, they write it for kids. It's all PG thirteen. I'm really hoping that with like stuff like it and the Dark Tower we could maybe start getting some adult horror again. And like Possibly, be,
3: yeah. That would
5: be really that would good. Be nice.
0: You just that have to you know nice. you just have to get the right script writers and the right directors on board to make it happen. And uh with what we see now with uh, get out with uh, you know Peel uh turning in a great directing you know, oh, debut on get Rune. out. I mean maybe we shouldn't be looking at your traditional horror directors. Maybe we should be giving some of these comedians a chance in making some of these movies now. Danny McBride is gonna write the next Fight of the Thirteenth movie and I think that's a brilliant idea. Well the cause... latest
3: rumor is that the that the guy who the keen Keen and Peel guy that did did uh what was that movie Get Out that did that get is, out, yeah. 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 in line to do uh in line to direct a cura.
4: Yeah, I, I, the live yeah. I, I don't think that's going anywhere with um, how Ghost in the Shell's numbers are going, man. Sadly, like I. Well, no, that here's, you, be here's
0: your thing. Here's your thing. That guy has written a golden ticket for himself with Get Out. The studios are giving him whatever he wants to do, whatever he wants, so if he wants and to do he it, said and yeah. he'll get
3: to do it. He said, yeah, "I, I want to do a hero
0: next so it, It's happening. It's already greenlit. Oh, I, I, yeah.
4: I didn't see that. He said he wanted to do it. I saw that the studios were um, eyeing him for the for directing it. No, that's why they're eyeing him because he's eyeing
0: them. Oh. <laughs> it's a mutual okay. eye.
5: Well, you are remember that the comedy comes from a really dark place.
0: Yeah.
4: Well, most so, of most of our favorite horror characters are played by comedians. Like, and, and, you know, you watch Friday the 13th, you watch Halloween, you watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Those movies are half funny anyways. So, I mean, like, I don't understand why that there's this big departure from it. Well, no, mean,
0: not like, only that, like, when you look traditionally at comedians, like, for example, like Jim Carrey and, uh, you know, uh, look at even uh, uh, Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor. And, are you going to uh, point,
4: oh, Richard Pryor, you finally said somebody that's actually funny. Okay. Well,
0: hold How's on, on now, hold on, let me, let me finish, let me, let me, let me, can I finish, can I finish? You. you weren't so saying any real. Can I? Can I finish? Hold on. When you look at some of our comedians from the past, even like you know Robin Williams and a lot of these great comedians that have come and gone over the years, one thing that's a common thread is that you know a lot of these folks, while they're very funny on the outside, have a very have a very dark interior to them, and uh, are very they're very moody or they have you know personal issues that make them be funny because you know that they use that as a weapon, you know to counter their their inner demons and you know, to counter who they really are. Like Robin Williams committed suicide. And he did that because he was in a very dark place internally, and that made him commit suicide, unless he died jerking off, which is one theory. then That's a completely different story. But if he actually killed himself, then, you know, that's, you know, comes from a very dark place. And, you know, look, Jim Carrey's gone through that also, where he's, you know, people have talked about that he's. You know, got inner demons, that he's you know, just a weird cat. And uh you know, Richard Pryor for years had, you know, issues on his personal life as well. So a lot of these great comedians, while they were very funny on stage do have that inner darkness about them, which could translate really well to something like this, like a, a horror movie. You know, I, th- I think, you know, like, giving some of these comedians a chance to, like, write an, or direct a horror movie is a brilliant idea because you're going to get maybe some of their best work when they release some of this inner turmoil that they have. And, uh, you know, that's probably the way this work, this movie, Get Out, because this guy put together what normally he would maybe turn into a comedy skit. He said, all right, forget the comedy. Let's just go into the horror you know genre of it and just, you know, go dark. And don't put any comedy in there, because you can easily turn Get Out into like a J- Dave Chappelle skit and make it into a comedy, easily.
5: Oh yeah, yeah, you could easily. have done that, but
0: easily, it but, was... it, but it doesn't, but it doesn't turn into that. It, it's a very serious, dark it's a great movie. movie. Yeah, it's a great very movie. Good. Yeah, because
4: it was basically, as basically like it, what Kevin, was... Kevin Smith tried to do with Red State, but he actually like um pulled it off. Actually, yeah. yeah, actually pulled it off perfectly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I say I'm all for it, and. Uh, there's a couple of, of really good comedians I think it could pull off something really dark, like you know, like some of uh, these horror movies. Uh, so I hope they look a little bit outside the box. And uh, him doing Akira, I think, is a great idea. Uh, I would hope that maybe he does uh, another horror movie down the road or something like more in that genre because maybe well, he has. Uh, I mean, you have on to him.
3: remember, if he does Akira and it's successful, he's going to be able oh, to do yeah, literally anything. anything he wants because Akira oh, hell, yeah. is, is an epic, is an epic story, and it's an yeah. epic film anything anything if it if it translates well and it's successful yeah he he's gonna be one of the yes. most like sought after directors period he'll be able to but do if whatever it turns in,
5: but if it turns into dragon ball he's gonna go down the toilet <laughs> no
3: not really not really It won't make it dragon ball, no, no. I, know, I, that
5: was an awful movie <laughs>
4: Oh dude, like even oh, even yeah. a, even as hard as I was on Ghost in the Shell I've seen it. It's not Dragon Ball bad. Like it it I I I'm going to buy it when it comes out. I it's not awful. I'm going to put it on the shelf next to Underworld and my Resident Evil movies cuz that's where it belongs. I mean, it's in that same vein. It's but it's it's good, bad, you know what I mean? Like Dragon Ball. Yeah,
3: I mean, this coming from you though, who's a huge, huge Ghost in the Shell fan, that's a that's a glowing endorsement though, Johnny, because well, it truly I've been staying is. Away from, I've yep. been staying away from the movie because I'm me a too. purist when it comes to Ghost in the Shell and I don't want it to be diluted by this live action crap. But yeah, but coming from you, that's pretty that's pretty hefty. I'm like, wow, To me, what to me that's ready? like
0: saying I want to see this movie now more than ever. It, so yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. Head. Yeah, I might go see it this well, week. Now. Do
4: it, man! It, it does not—it does not, okay. not deserve—it does not deserve to flop as bad as it's flopping. It's not that bad, honestly. It's—it's it, it's a very pretty movie to look look at. If you like the first movie and if you like the second season of um, Standalone Complex, it, you'll like this. It's dumbed down a lot, but we knew that was coming. So they took a it's,
3: lot of Standalone
4: Complex
3: uh, storylines and threw them in there, like no. You know,
4: no, the, basically the bad guy from Standalone Complex, oh, okay. who's in it. All
0: right. All right. Well, you gotta also remember it's it came on a, a very bad time of the year. I mean, it's uh, following Beauty and the Beast and the Boss Baby, uh, two movies that were destined to be big hits, and uh, you know it's just it came out on the wrong week. I mean, Boss Baby, the Boss Baby is uh, gonna be a huge hit for Fox. I mean, a huge. Uh, I
4: never even I never even heard of it until I saw the. No, movie but the the, 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 what, what the even trailer. Is it?
0: The trailer was really funny. I mean, I saw the trailer months ago, and and it was just a hysterical trailer. It's with Alec Baldwin; he plays the the voice of the baby, and he's like uh, this boss. He just Lisa Kudrow is in it. Alec Baldwin's in it. Steve Buscemi is in it. So, I mean, the trailer is very, very funny. The movie is like it's one of these animated films that you know are just going to make a lot of a ton of cash just from you know seeing the trailers. So, I figured that's going to be huge. And when I saw that they were going to put out Ghost in the Shell in the same week, I was like, that's a bad move. That's a te- that's a terrible idea. I mean, you put that movie out maybe the week after, and okay, you know that'll probably be a bigger hit than it is now. But if you put that direct directly across this movie after a couple of weeks of Beauty and the Beast, uh, you know this movie is there's there's no way that it's going to be e- able to compete. I mean, you are still dealing with Beauty and the Beast, which is making phenomenal numbers, and <laughs> are you expect it to compete with Boss Baby and Beauty and the Beast? I mean, that's just it, look. We have to understand Scarlett Johansson, for as fine as she is. And Can't As act. hot as she is, no, no, she can act all right. She's a, she's a decent no. like, I don't an actress. Hold on, I'm not hating on her on that, but I'm just I'm just trying to say that for as fine as she is, and as hot as she is, and as beautiful as she is, she does not put people in seats to go watch movies. She has been lucky enough to be in a lot of movies that've made a lot of money because she's part of an assembled cast, i.e., The Avengers, right? That's why her box office was also like through the roof and she's like the biggest female actress box office wise ever. Yeah, cause she's been in a bunch of the Avengers movies. I mean, that's really legit what it is. I mean, so it's not like, you know, she has, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, of millions of dollars, you know, per movie. She doesn't. I mean, her her movies usually make about 10, 20 million dollars, 30 million here and there. So I mean, she's not exactly one of these actors that puts a lot of people in seats. If you like, if you look at her, uh, her top, uh, films, for example, if you look at her uh, mojo, on uh, a box office mojo, her top movies are Captain America, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Wonder Soldier. You know, something she has big parts in.
4: Yeah. well, yeah, no, big I mean,
0: movies. Like, you know, that's what I'm it thinking,
4: is. I'm thinking of her starring roles, and I, there's like, under the skin which I don't even think got released in theaters over here. It's a UK film. It's, it's a very low-budget movie. Yeah. There was Lucy, which I don't think did well. I, I really like it, but it didn't really do well. I don't think well, so. Well, no, Lucy and
0: did. Actually, Lucy did okay. It did $126 million uh, domestically on a $40 million budget. It made $460 million worldwide. Hey, that's a, that's a big hit. Well,
4: I know it's getting a sequel, yeah. so it had to do all right, but I mean, I know... No, like, it did well. I think it's a fine film, though, but like those are like her big starring roles that I can think of where she actually she's had two
0: the yeah, film like, one or two hits outside of, like, the big franchises, but other than that, she makes a lot of, like, small-budget movies that don't go anywhere, and that's really who she's been for the most part. Um, well, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. So, I mean, I'm not shocked that this movie's not doing that well. Bad timing... Uh, not an actress that really puts people in, in seats. I mean, she was in Hail Caesar. That's not exactly a big hit. That was, uh. Well, and, and this uh, movie's also
4: just surrounded
0: with stupid controversy. Oh, which Johnny, even, Johnny, Johnny, even
4: that too. me pissed about the film, I didn't even contribute to the whole whitewashing <laughs> thing's
3: ridiculous. Johnny, you gotta get VR now because now you can hang out with Scarlett Johansson. They got a whole ghost in the shell thing in VR now where you can are you go trying to
4: sell in. me on the ghost in the shell porn that you thought of no when not you were porn watched. no just going
3: to get you to the VR bro it's VR it's actual, thing it's actual like the, with the movie ghost in the shell actually, they actually have this thing where you can actually hang out on the set with Scarlett Johansson and stuff it's really cool
4: I'd let her ghost hack me
3: think you can think, you can, <laughs> think you'd like it dude you can totally
4: ghost hack just what hack you Hannah
3: want You're, it's just what you want Scarlett Johansson is right there up in your face you right next to her it's crazy dude there
4: you, you can go enjoy. If you you've you've done pop it already though, huh? Yeah. Zod's been zod been Yeah, he's popped
0: out in. a couple of ones already. Scar Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh Scar Joe. Oh Scar Joe. <laughs> uh, that segues right into our top ten uh, box office results for the weekend. They're in. And uh, this is brought to us by BoxOfficeReport.com. My good friend Daniel Garris, who runs that website. Shout out to him, go to the website, join the forum, cool website. And uh, number ten this week is the Zookeeper's wife which uh, is uh, new this week, The Zookeeper's Wife, brought in 3 million, 3.3 million to be exact. If you guys uh, have any interest at all in The Zookeeper's Wife? Never heard of it. I know the story,
5: story. story, but I'm not interested in watching
0: it. Number nine, and uh, this is uh, what, it was number seven last week, but nine this week, the movie Chips, which is flopping... Epically, also $4 million this week. It's a grand total of $14 million so far since its debut on a $25 million budget. It means it's a flopper. Yeah, they, they needed
4: a time machine to go back to the 90s and have made that movie. I don't. I, I'm
0: no still
4: like what we movie talked movie. about last yeah. week. What did they think they were doing making that movie? Again? Who wanted that thinking? movie right now? That's what I want to know. Who?
0: Nobody. Nobody wanted that movie right now. Number eight this week is the movie, which was number four last week, so it tumbled down pretty quickly here. Uh, the movie Life without Eddie Murphy or uh, Martin Lawrence. I still <laughs> want
4: to see that. It looks pretty rad, man. I mean, I like the cast. I like the the story. It's just not really something I want to rush out and watch, though. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but it doesn't have Martin Lawrence or uh, Eddie Murphy. So yeah, there you go. Five million, five point six million this week for life. Number seven this week. The movie Get Out, which we were just talking about earlier. Uh, yeah. Down from six last week to seven this week. Five point eight million. And again, guys, impressive. Right? Uh, say what you want to say. A movie cost four point five million to make. It's brought in a hundred and fifty-six million domestically and a total of one hundred and sixty-seven worldwide. That's a huge. He made that movie for
4: five million dollars, really? Under five
0: million. Yeah, and it's brought in 167 million worldwide. So it's a massive hit. And uh, Jordan Peele right now could, you know, write anything he wants and say, I want to make this movie. Yeah, but Jordan, that's a movie about a shit stain on a pencil. I want to make it. I'm right, give him $10 million. Well, uh, so give it if to you
4: him. Saw, if you saw Keanu, he could basically make a funny-ass movie out of anything. Uh, yeah, good. It was about his cat getting kidnapped and two idiots getting stuck in a gang war. I mean, and that was one of the funniest movies I've
5: <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah, stupid. Again. But it was so funny <laughs>
0: that allowed him to get get out and get out's going to allow him to do Akira, and then Akira's going to blow everybody away. And it's to, he's to, hey, Jordan Peele is the man right now. He's he catching better, his he, way. He, yeah. he
4: better go out of his way to make it a masterpiece because Ghost in the Shell. You can fudge and still have a career. You ruin Akira, and oh, uh, you're done. The fan is yeah. going to put the stink on you forever. Yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they'll never
0: they'll never forgive you. But let's go back to the list here. Number six, which was five last week, is the movie Logan. Made six point two. Two million, Logan. Again, the uh, last of the Wolverine sequels, and uh, it's brought in a total of two hundred and eleven million so far domestically on a ninety-seven million dollar budget, and a total worldwide of five hundred and eighty-five million. Keep so, kicking
4: ass, Hugh Jackman. Whoo, that's come, right, buddy. Logan's
0: going out with a blast, baby, and uh, it's still, you know, hey, the run is not over. It's still going to add a little bit more to those box office uh, for the next couple weeks. So, Logan's going to continue to roll on, and that, I love that movie. By the way, it's one of the best movies of the year. Oh, wow. so uh, That's
5: awesome.
0: Hugh Jackman deserves to get an Oscar nomination. That's what I'm saying. He was that good. And uh, let's see, number five uh, this week, which was number three last week, and is tumbling to a possible flop. Kong Skull Island with 8.8 million this week, bringing its grand total to a whopping 147 million overall. On a hundred and eighty-five million-dollar budget, it's total. It's uh, well, it's not technically a flop. It, it brought back its budget because worldwide it's at four hundred and seventy-seven million. It needed just under four hundred million to uh, break even, so it's made a you know good amount of money back. So it's, it's not technically it's, a flop, but it's, it's not a awesome massive film, hit,
4: man. You guys get it is. to see it. It's it's That's bad. That's what I hear. Ass.
0: That's what I hear, and I'm hoping it's good. It's mm. not technically a flop. I'll take that back, but it's
4: no, not. I won't no, watch it.
5: There's it's a, a giant massive spider hit. in it. Yeah,
0: there is.
4: Oh, the giant spider's nuts, dude. I mean, like... Yeah, all I won't the, watch
5: it. No, I hate spiders. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't
4: do it. Sam Jackson kills it, though. It's, he's awesome, too. He does anyway, it.
5: number four this week,
0: and uh, this is Alex 2.0's uh, favorite, Power Rangers. Coming now from no, number no. two. Yeah, sad. No. Coming from number two yeah. to number four. And that's uh, right in a total of $14.5 million, uh, which brings his uh, domestic totals to $65 million for the first two weeks. Ninety-seven million worldwide on a hundred million dollar budget, so it's halfway there, guys. Halfway to breaking even point. Another hundred million, and it's breaking even. So, hopefully, Power Rangers gets there. For those fans who like the Power Rangers, I don't care for the franchise myself. what I understand
4: they have already got a sequel greenlit, right? So, I mean, like, or is they still waiting for the final numbers on that? They got it greenlit. Yeah. But the female Green Ranger showing up—I hope she's hot. She's as hot Uh, as the Pink (laughs) Ranger in the movie.
0: At least they didn't go with, like, the racist, you know, color-correcting uh, rangers. Yeah, a black guy, you're playing much. the black ranger. Asian girl, you're the yellow ranger, you know. Native Jewish American, guy, yeah, you're, you're the, the red ranger. ranger. Yeah, they didn't do that this time. That's good. Yeah, the white uh,
5: dude is the red ranger.
0: Great. That's, fuck, oh, he's that's Native fucked. Native up, American, right. actually. They're, 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 yes, the white American guy was guy. the blue ranger. Yep. Number three this weekend, new and it's flopping from the debut Ghost in the Shell as we were talking about earlier with 19 million. It's, it's crazy. I mean, 19 million exact. Like 19,000,000. Zero, 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 like 19 million exact for the weekend. Uh, which, uh, it's total worldwide is brought 40 million outside the U.S. So it's, uh, 59 million, uh, worldwide. Uh, there's a lot of zeros, which is kind of funny. It's, uh, 40 million 100, 100 exact. To, uh, the foreign market and 19 million exact domestically i've never seen that before but uh 59 million uh, 100 uh worldwide on a hundred million dollar budget so it's got a little bit of ways to go before it could uh losing uh you know be that kind of movie that at least in terms of profit uh i don't mm-hmm. know if it will though it's not opening up strong enough so maybe the foreign market would help it because i mean they open a decent foreign market probably
4: is going to yeah. help it a lot more yeah
0: that's probably going yeah. to be like robocop at the end of the day where the foreign market is going to make it profitable I know oh, yeah.
4: Japan's really excited to see it, so if it's not been released there yet, I know that like it's gonna have at least a good opening when it opens yeah. there.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we'll see. Yeah. There's still some legs there, possibly. Now this uh week uh, also uh down from number one last week to number two, Beauty and the Beast still kicking ass. Almost was number one again. It brought in forty seven million this week, Damn. Jeez this movie yes. is massive. It's putting a collective total domestically of 395 million and uh Foreign market about 480 million for so a grand total of 876 million. Uh, the 1 billion mark is right around the corner and it's going to get there easily. I remember I predicted 1.5, I think, is going to be the uh, end uh, numbers for this movie, or 1.4 around there. So, I mean, this movie is a massive, massive hit. Disney, uh, man, they Ooh. can't do no wrong right now. They just, everything they crank out is just amazing. It's uh, an incredible time to be a Disney fan, I guess. But, uh, yeah, the uh, the Beauty and the Beast, humongous blockbuster. Damn. So, did you and go I, see
4: it though, Jason? You, I mean, like, because you say you saw, you watch anything like that with your girl. How how is the movie? Was it was it is it cool? Is it like a cartoon <laughs> let me explain, or what?
5: Let me explain. Let me explain to you. Like, it's <laughs> as good as they could make a live action of that movie. Like yeah. every like if you watch the cartoon and you had all that in your head, and you watch this movie, they replicated this and. The CG is pretty nice, so, like, Beast looks like a beast. And, um, it's, dude, it's like a, it's one of those girl movies, man. Like, it's It's one of those girl movies. yeah, like, I was looking at her, and she was like, oh, my God. I was like, you've seen this story, like, a million times.
0: <laughs> but it's
2: live action.
5: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now, production budget
0: on this thing was $160 million, so it's already turned over that production budget, Damn. and uh, it's a huge, profitable movie. So Beauty and the Beast, again, number two, uh, which leads us to the number one movie of the week. And I said earlier, and uh, I wasn't surprised by it, I, th- I thought this was going to be a huge, massive blockbuster also, and so far it is, The Boss Baby. Debuted at number one with 49 million, just slightly edging out Beauty and the Beast by a couple Damn. million dollars. So, Damn. very, very close box office this week, guys. But the Boss Baby reigned supreme and it took down the Beast for the number one position of uh, the box office this week with 59 million do- uh, foreign and 49 million domestically. Grand total of 108 million for its opening week. Very impressive for uh, this anime. Starring Alec Baldwin okay. and Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and oh, what a cast. There you go, what a cast Directed by Tom McGrath So there you go guys, that is the top box office results For the week of April 2nd 2017 whoop, whoop. Yeah Good whoop. stuff Now we do have our own personal box office uh, Not box office, our own personal uh, top 10 list
5: Yes we that do That we have
0: to uh, go over and, uh, Now Jason, are you ready with yours this week? Do you have one?
5: Super ready up?
0: Oh 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 oh!
5: He's super, super
0: ready. ready. Yes. He's not just ready, guys. Mm-hmm. This mofo is
5: super ready. In fact, I'm gonna go put on my cape right now.
2: There you go. Put I wouldn't make on. it a habit, calling me that. The, the Navy SEALs. <laughs>
5: All right, so I'll put that cape on. All right. All right. I'm good super. Job, good job. I'm super.
0: Now, with that said, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, do this thing, guys. What do you think? You're quite yeah,
1: now. Do
0: it now. All right. With that said, uh, Jason uh, Justice, since you're so uh, ready, since you're okay. super ready, why don't you kick it out for us this week?
5: All right. Okay, really remember, guys, this is
0: our top ten movie endings that left us speechless. Yeah. And it cannot have Star Wars in it. You can't have anything Star it, Wars
5: related. It does not have Star Wars in it. I made this right. list at work, and I have many, many, but I had to boil it down to this. And my number ten. It's a very old movie. Soylent Green.
1: Yeah. It's people.
5: Oh my god. <laughs> it's people, yes. Correct. That movie was great. I liked it. Charlton Heston. My grandfather used to watch all his movies. I watched them too. Um the number nine is Friday the thirteenth, the first one. Cause uh, I was kinda confused and then it was like, yeah. Oh, it's Jason's mom. Jason's mom. And you don't know Jason's alive till the end when he pulls the fucking kid or the girl into the water. Awesome. Number eight, Casino. Because Joe Pesci is narrating the entire movie till he gets whacked and put in the hole. And I completely was like, what the hell just happened to me? Um, number seven, of course, is Seven. Do I have What's to say anything the box? about Seven? the <laughs> Do I have to say anything about Seven? No, that's some explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Number six. Planet of the Apes. Pow, pow. They were on Earth the whole time.
0: Mm. You bastards! You blew it
5: all up. Now, hold on, hold
0: on. Were talking about the original Planet of the Apes or the remake the... with Mark Wahlberg?
5: No, the original. Because I already oh, knew what like was going to wow. happen wow. in the remake. The original Planet of the okay. Apes. Okay, and okay. the number five, which a lot of people may not have this, That's a movie that left you speechless. Arlington Road. Mm,
1: with Clay Jeff Wooden. Bridges, yeah.
5: Tim Robbins... And freaking John Cusack, when the two bad guys blow everything up and blame it on that one dude and they go out scot-free to do it again somewhere else. Fantastic. Wow, wow. Um, number four, The Sixth Sense. I mean, duh. Pretty <laughs> sure everybody has that on their – <laughs> you know. Yeah, number, yeah, number three. Yeah. Number three, which – number three and number two, I kept flopping because I don't know which one left me more screwed up. But number three is Memento. I had to watch that movie mm. four times.
0: Interesting. Yeah. To
5: completely understand it. Um Number two, and if you didn't see this movie and you weren't scarred by it, you didn't. You don't know what being left speechless is. The Crying Game.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah,
5: Spoiler that alert. made that made dating Spoiler really alert. tough for me. Yes, uh, just saying. Spoiler alert: <laughs> She has a penis. Yeah, wow. that's the
0: problem. You're, you're, especially yeah. here in South Beach, or, or in, in you know Miami. <laughs> That's a, that's a problem down here, guys. That, yes. made, yeah, t- that yeah, makes that yeah, makes dating you know. for us really tough down here. Let me
3: tell you, that's yeah. Tico probably loves that movie.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that's a low blow. Oh, hey Tico, somebody. <laughs> yeah, shots fired. And
5: my number one, of course, my number one is The Usual Suspects.
0: There you go, good one.
5: Good. Can right. say anything about yeah. that? Man.
3: Good list. Uh, lots thank of thank stuff,
0: you, sir. Excellent lots
3: of list. I'm fine too. <laughs>
0: yeah, pow pow. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent list. Now, uh, next on the table here, let's go to Johnny Alpha. What's your top ten?
4: Okay, at number ten, um, it's going to be much like Jason's um, Crying Game, but this I saw a lot younger and creeped me out a lot more. Um, at number ten, I have Sleepaway Camp, which has a similar ending, if you guys have ever seen that horror yes. film.
5: Yes, yes. That was one of the French movies I had <laughs> that I didn't know whether to put on the list or not.
4: Um, number nine, the original Red Dawn. I mean, when I was a kid, that just tore me to pieces. And number eight, Twelve Monkeys. That end just. I mean, when oh, I watched I it when I was a kid, that just ripped me apart too. Number seven, Ex Machina. That that that's a newer one, but I mean, it just it's just such a tr- wonderful twist, great end, just a beautiful film all around. Number six, Last House on the Left. Um, you got me into extreme cinema. It's just such a fucked up movie, but it's one that anybody can watch and not be too disturbed by. Number five. I'm surprised I'm the first one to say this one. Requiem for a Dream. What happens to the mom in that movie? Oh, God, it just rips your heart out. It just leaves you just traumatized. Number four. Is, this is a Russian World War Two film. It's called Come and See. It's oh, it's just brutal. And like if you watch that and you're not speechless at the end of it, then you got a mental problem. Number three, um, I got Strange Circus by Sion Sono. It's a really bizarre Japanese film. Um, It's traumatizing. Number two, Alejandro Yodorowsky's El Topo. And at number one, Old Boy. The end of Old Boy. I mean, how Ah, could – Ah, yeah. Johnny, you are – Very good. I mean, who would have themselves hypnotized so they could could go back to that? I mean, like, oh, it's just such an evil but wonderful ending to that film. Yeah,
5: perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Was that Ryder, you're okay. next, sir.
3: Am I uh, number ten for me? Unbreakable. I thought it was pretty pretty crazy how it was revealed at the end that uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson was the was the villain. And number nine, uh, the the new the current M Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie, Split. I thought the ending to that <laughs> was pretty pretty shocking in the way that they connected it to the to the uh, to Unbreakable. Number eight. Just like Jason here, the 1968 version of Planet of the Apes. The ending was incredible when we find out we're on Earth. Number seven, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dongs, the village in which it is depicted that we are living, that the village actually takes place in the current present day, which was in 2004 when the movie was made. Uh, Number six, another Charlton Heston, Soylent Green. I was yeah. shocked when I saw that movie and found out that the food was people. That was pretty yes. crazy. <laughs> Five is The Sixth Sense. Four, Friday the 13th. Number three, American Psycho, which nice. I'm surprised nobody had on their list where you, you, you find, he finds out that all, most of the murders occurred in his head, which makes it even more creepy than what you actually see in the film. Uh, number two, Fight Club and my number one is the same as Johnny's, old boy. I don't think you can get any more shocking or crazy than that.
0: Word. A fine list. A fine list.
5: Very good list.
0: I, I can't believe I cannot believe that I missed old boy. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. I shame yeah. on myself. But number ten on my list, and I, and I went I went humorous because I was you know I wanted to start off with a little bit of uh, of humor before I got to the serious stuff here. But I, I said number ten on my list, the Karate Kid. Because that crane kick, <laughs> that crane kick left me speechless every time, son. And then that look that Mr. Miyagi gives him from like the far away, like that encouraging look, like, tanya son, you kicked him in face, good. Uh, you, focus, you focused, son You focused, your son. Number nine on my list, uh, Fight Club, for all the same reasons that uh, you guys said here. Where? Uh, Fight Club is you know that end scene where he's like fighting himself and he's dragging himself and I'm like how the hell is he doing that to himself? It's amazing what the hell's going on. It just left me completely speechless. Uh, number eight, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, where Nancy turns around and it's like I'm not giving you any more powers, and then he just disappears in her, and that that was the key to killing Freddy or at least stopping him temporarily because you never really kill Freddy. Let's be honest, You never.
4: Well, because yeah, they get in the car and then like it. And it's all over, the- yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So, number seven on my list, and I can't believe you guys missed this one because it was a great film. Ender's Game. The very end of that movie where they find out that, like, the exercise at the end was actually a battle exercise and they kill a bunch of, you know, people. That like, that blew me away. I thought it was, uh, you know, I've never read the Ender's Games book, so I didn't know that actually happened in there, but it was a very, very well put together movie, so I liked it. I liked yeah, it's it a, a
3: shame we'll never get it any more. I know.
0: That's,
4: that's one that they okay should make a TV show out of. They that should go to Netflix in my opinion.
0: Yeah, would that would not be a bad idea. I, I actually love that movie, so hopefully they do something else with that. Uh number six on my list, the movie Scream. That's right. Nineteen ninety six. That was on my Sorry. French.
5: That was on my French, man. That was yeah nice over there. <laughs>
0: yeah. When I first saw that movie in theaters, I was like, No fucking way, man. That's brilliant. The guy from who's one day gonna play Shaggy is one of the killers and the boyfriend is hey, and it's so brilliant. It was feeling kind of woozy here, it's a woozy man. It's... I love that movie, and the sequel I thought it was brilliant. Also, I thought you know the, the killers also in uh, part two was, was really well thought out. Part three is okay. Part four, mm-hmm. I liked the killer at the end, of the idea, but I didn't like the way the whole movie played out as much. But those first two screen movies, man, they were awesome, and that killer at the end of part one really like did it for me, was Craven rest in peace. Uh number five on my list and uh, for the same reason that you said earlier, uh Friday the thirteenth, the original. Yeah. Because when, wow. when Jason jumps out of that, uh, that river or that lake and he grabs that uh that poor innocent young girl who I uh, was uh looking at for all different reasons earlier. Uh but when he grabs her and takes her down, I was like, What the hell just happened? Like
5: what Yeah. What yeah
0: <laughs> what was that? Exactly. And then, and then they did part two with this guy in a, in a in a weird sack and killing people, and I was like, "Is he the mom or is he the son? What the hell's going on?" And then it confused me a little bit, but then I got to realize that we're dealing with something a little bit more weirder than we thought. And then Jason became the killer. Of the mother, so go figure. But that very first movie, uh, with the mother being the killer, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it already, well, it's been a couple decades. You should watch it. Aaron. Yeah, but, yeah uh, you, you know it's it. been a few decades. But, you know, with that mother being the original killer, I thought that first of all was a brilliant way to, like, you know, start off a franchise and then have her son take over as the killer. Even more brilliant. I never saw it coming, and well, when that scene happened as a kid when I first saw it, I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. I just had to watch the movie over again, just to, you know, get the whole idea of what just what I just witnessed, because it really was one of those shocking moments uh, in cinema for me. Number four on my list, American History X. Nice. Now, I'm shocked you guys did not mention this movie. American History X, the very final scene where uh, the kid goes into the bathroom and kills the brother. Of, uh, of the white supremacist, uh, the ex white supremacist played by Edward Norton, I forget his name now, but uh, the, the Edward Norton character, is brother played by Edward Furlong. Uh, he gets killed in the bathroom in a very shocking sequence at the end of the film, and uh, a great, great masterpiece of a movie. If you guys have not seen American History X, watch it immediately. It's a great film. It's a great Um, film, man. A great, great film. Number three on my list, Scarface. Because I never knew cocaine could get you shot 50,000 times and still have you going, hey, say hello to my little friend. And then when they shot him in the back, they just... I was speechless. I love Scarface. (laughs) Number two on my list, Rambo. And uh, Rambo First Blood, the very first one that, and where he's talking to a uh you know his uh people and he's talking about you know being in the war and what, what war did to him I mean that whole sequence with Stallone speaking and he's giving the speech I'm like this motherfucker could act Yeah who would have mm. thought that he was actually he, a great actor
4: like, he talks funny but he he can
0: bring no, the emotion he,
4: when he has to I'm telling you,
0: when, when I saw that movie as a kid, first of all, you're blown away by the action sequences because he literally is the greatest action hero of all time. So, I mean, are still Stallone for all this shit. I mean, the, this guy was the greatest in the 80s. He made the greatest action movies. It, it, and Rambo, to me, is the best action movie of the 80s for the simple fact that it spawned off all these other copycat type of action movies like, uh, mm-hmm. for, exa- for example, Commando. Rambo, Commander, mm, really yeah. sly, really Arnold, really. I mean, the, Rambo was the OG of this action genre, and uh, it's brought of you know Jack Bauer and a bunch of other characters that we see now. They all want to be Rambo's man. That's all they are. But the gravitas and the depth of the character, and what they did with the whole fact that he was a Vietnam veteran and he was going through the the depression of the uh, you know post Vietnam, and you know him going up to see a friend who's now dead. I mean, the whole storyline behind Rambo was just brilliant and the sequence at the end where he is you know, breaking down after everything he's done and he just has that breakdown performance I looked at that and I was like how did this guy not get an Oscar for this movie so that's just a long overdue for an Oscar I mean he was phenomenal in Rambo and deserved an Oscar back then and again one of my favorite sequences ever in a movie and one of the best ending sequences I've ever seen but that leaves it to the number one on my list guys because that was number two and number yes. one Left me speechless in theaters. It left me speechless every time I saw it afterwards. And it's something you guys had on your list also. And I'm going with the Sixth Sense by M. Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong. And uh, when uh, that little kid uh, reveals at the end uh, that uh, that yeah, Bruce Willis is a ghost throughout the whole movie, my jaw dropped. I never saw it coming. I'll admit it had me completely yeah. like for a loop. And uh, when I saw it in theaters, I felt like I was completely watching a masterpiece and i was hoping that this director could could, could continue this level of excellence and uh, so far he's done a lot of good work and a lot of bad work at the same time so he hasn't continued that level of excellence yet but with split and you know he's hopefully back so oh,
4: s- split i'd say i actually think split's so, better than the Sixth sense personally man i mean it's well, just such
0: a hopefully he's back because that's his, like i said that's a masterpiece and this is a masterpiece so hopefully he's mm-hmm. back and he continues yeah. onto that road. Unbreakable is a great movie. He's done good movies. It's not like he's done just shitty movies after shitty movies. But he kind of lost his way after a little bit after Unbreakable, and now hopefully he can do an Unbreakable two and keep making great movies, man. I like him, the M Night. I think he's a good director. So I wish him the best. of I mean, That's my number one, you know, film, The Sixth Sense, for shocking, speechless endings. Uh, and I think I, I think a lot of people that saw that movie did not see that coming. No, nope. that's just I mean that's. that's, just, that's I mean, that movie is so tightly put together and well thought out that, I mean that ending when it happened it, it, you know the great thing too it came out in a, a time where uh we didn't have YouTube you know yeah. there wasn't there wasn't this uh you know uh, this uh Social media outbursts where everybody well, and people weren't people were trolls
4: either. You had friends well, that thought they're like, "Wait till the end, you'll love the Wait, not, None of that, but, what it, but what, yeah, but,
0: but word of mouth was one thing, but you don't have the internet as much as it is now, which could spoil oh, yeah. everything for you. Like right now, you could you could you know read the entire synopsis of a movie. Right on their website, and just you, know, you can, go, and you, people could spoil it on uh, social media, or they could spoil it anywhere for you. The trailers should give it too much away. Back then, you know, there was very little social media, and there was very little, if any, social media. But there was very little coverage of this movie, and it came out at the perfect time. It had the perfect kind of marketing for it. Uh, people were not dicks. They weren't spoiling it for you, like you said. Uh, so it had that, you know, going for it. And when that reveal happened, it, you know, even though the movie was out for many weeks, people that went to see it two or three weeks later still had the same kind of effect because it wasn't spoiled for them. And I think, you know, that is something that we are, you know, sadly not going to see again uh, anytime soon because, you know, now everything is spoiled right away. And it's why I kind of like, you know, I love what they're doing with Star Wars because. You know, they're not spoiling everything right away for us. They're giving us little bits and bits and pieces and not telling us a whole lot and just giving you the movie every December or every May or March or whatever. So, I mean, that's, you know, a little takeaway from, you know, what uh, we're getting with Star Wars. Uh, but I love when movies do that, and I love The Sixth Sense for doing that. And, uh, you know, it just it got lucky when it came out. I really think it's oh, it was just luck draw.
4: And the, the casting, mm. whoever, whoever he hired for casting for that film was phenomenal.
0: I mean, I've yep. heard
4: some people, critics say that it doesn't hold up well and you could watch it now and it, it's not as good. I watched it just a couple months ago and dude, like Haley Joe Osment and uh, Bruce Willis's connections in the film. I mean, they, they actually emotionally connect with you in the film and it, it, it really was just a beautiful movie all the way around the the twist ending is one thing once you know that they try to say like oh there's nothing the movie can do for you but I I beg to differ that movie just never stops you can watch it over and over again and you can actually see more in it you know what I mean it's just it really is a rare one you don't get those anymore
0: the sad sad thing with them, then, I think this is why he kind of fell off the track a little bit is because he tried to like he tried to top himself every time he did a movie with the, the twist ending and I think he kind of like, he got to a point where he couldn't come up with anything that topped the last one or topped the Sixth Sense. And he was always trying to, he's always been trying to top himself instead of just giving us a good movie and yeah. that have these yeah. twist endings and, you know, just give us a solid movie that, you know, and that's what Split is. It's outside, but it has, you know, its twists and turns also. But, I mean, it—you it, know that's what I think that he needs to, like, kind of, like, get into. And, you know what? I'm one of the few people that actually enjoyed his Avatar movie, The Last Airbender. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was a terrible. You're film, probably I mean, the only. I am yeah. probably the last fan, of, or you know, yeah, person that enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I probably am. But you know, even that movie, I thought was a good film. I think, you know, he at least tried in that movie to do something a little bit different than what he's normally known for. So I give him props on that. Well, and he I made like it the,
4: for his daughter. Like it was yeah, a to his kid. And like it, it's that's why he went out of his way. It was something his daughter loved. She's like, "Daddy, why don't you do that?" And he did it. You know, now, that's why I, I, I'll never bash that film like a lot of other people do because it was something really sweet. Even if the movie sucked, you know, he did it for his fucking kid. Leave him alone. It's my, that's nice. I, I don't think nice. it
0: sucked. I thought it was pretty faithful to the cartoon.
4: So. I, I never watched the cartoon. I actually haven't watched the film, to tell you the truth. So
0: watch the cartoon and then watch the movie. and You're gonna be like, hey, the it's the pretty, movie pretty The
4: movie's yeah, pretty, it's pretty good. Faithful.
0: Yeah. Pretty faithful. I mean, they kept uh, you know, the, the origins pretty similar. They kept the characterizations uh, pretty similar to the characters from the cartoon. I mean, they didn't really stray out all that much. I mean, you can say, well, he's not Asian. They picked another white actor. That's really what it was, because uh, they didn't pick an Asian kid to play the main part. Uh, but he doesn't really look too Asian in the cartoon either, and he's supposed to be, I, know, I, thought he was, I I thought he was like supposed to be,
4: like, Indian or Middle
0: East. Yeah, so, the like yeah, I mean, the, the kid they picked, actually, I thought looked identical to what he was supposed to look like. I mean, I thought he was perfect for the cast, and he's a good little actor too, that kid, so, I mean, I had no issues with Avatar. I thought it was a good movie, and I, I recommend it. If you guys don't like it, well... I mean, I, I don't understand what you know you expect out of that kind of a movie. But it's a fantasy movie about a demigod. I mean, what what, what do you expect? And it was it's just a, a film that
4: he made because he yeah. loved his daughter.
0: So, you know, it is what it is. I personally liked it. So, I mean, hopefully with that and with the split, you know, and he's doing, you know, different kind of things. Hopefully he can get his career back on track. Cause I root for the guy. I really do. I, I like him as a director. So, guys, with that said, we're all out of time and we got Rich Giordano, uh, coming up next right here on PSN Radio. So, stick around for his show and uh, we'll be back next week right here on the round table with more geek talk, movie, uh, stuff and, uh, more, uh, yeah, more, uh, more shit to give to Johnny Alpha over here for not being ready with the news. Word
4: There palabra. needs to be more news there, there, It was a slow week I swear to God you I know I say that every time But this time it was yeah. true
0: <laughs> Every week And then we talk a lot of shit About different stuff So you go figure Yep,
5: yep. I am Lord Humongous Luder of the Wasteland
0: There you go Just, Just walk away We'll be that we'll next way. week So next week everybody Stick around for uh, Mr. Rich Giordano Of the Rich Giordano Show Everybody hey,
5: we'll
0: we'll Yes sir Just walk
4: And I'll
0: Oh...